Welcome, everybody, to episode 119 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. Will is not currently with us, but he will be joining us at some point later. He's he's at college uh, getting a, an education. so Getting book learning. Yeah, he's 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 getting his learning on. Uh, he'll be hopefully here by, by the time we start this, the next segment. Uh, our episode today is going to be on Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, Eric's gonna gonna take us away with that momentarily, uh, so we're gonna do that first before we, before we do our nibble bits and, and our weeks and stuff. We're gonna do the Batman Arkham or- Origins segment first. Uh, does anyone have anything to tease for later? Um, game wise, no. All I played was Batman and FIFA, and I don't need to talk about FIFA. But I did get a couple of new new things mm-hmm. today that we're gonna talk about, look at, and touch and smell, smooch. Smooch too. Yeah. Yep. Later on, and I think Will also. Will's hopefully, got. Will's got some some things to bring in. As long too. as he didn't forget. Right. That's true. But we we do tend to be on the forgetful yeah. side. What about you, Corey? What do you got? Uh, nothing really. There's a couple, a few things I've been to talk about. I keep forgetting to talk about mm-hmm. that I'll touch on. But in terms of new games played, uh, I don't have anything. Okay. Maybe during the roundtable we'll get into some next gen rumors I heard today. Okay. Was that uh, uh, part know. of the uh, Sony FAQ thing? No, it was a video. Oh, I watched that. Video. The thing you yeah. tweeted? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we should definitely talk about that. Uh, just It's interesting. I don't know if there's any validity to any of it, but I did, I did uh, actually had a, had a uh, conversation with some people on Reddit about it. So One of the things was already proven wrong. Yeah. But I believe okay. most of it. Talk about it later. Yeah, uh, the I have I tested out the Nvidia Shadow Play feature, which is the software recording uh, or the the gaming recording software type of thing that co- that's on some of the newer Nvidia cards. So I'll talk about my experience with that. Uh, I put a video on YouTube of a uh, capture that I did uh, playing Saints Row Four, so we could talk a little bit about that, uh, or that's what I'm going to talk about during my week. So uh, let's get into the main segment, Eric. Let's hear about Arkham Origins. All right. Um, so yeah, Batman Arkham Origins follows Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. It's a prequel, right? Yes, it is a prequel. Um, Arkham City, for people that don't know, is one of my favorite games of all time. I loved that game so much. Just one of those games that you start playing and you don't realize how much time has gone by. Yeah. And it was just so fun. Which is the sign of a good game. Right. So, uh, of course, I got Arkham Origins. Um, I tried to keep my notes in chronological order of what I thought, when I thought I should talk about them, so hopefully I did a good job of that. Um, yeah, so anyway, the main story is built on the villain Black Mask. Uh, he puts out a large bounty on Batman, and basically there's a cast of other villains from the Batman world that have accepted the challenge of killing Batman for the, for the large amount of money that he's offered. Um, so Batman obviously now needs to find out who put the hit on him, and 
the story kind of gets a little twisted and changes from there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a spoiler. Even though you you know early on, fairly early on, I don't really want to spoil what yeah, the twist is. That's fine. Um, so my initial impression um, was that it's the exact same game as Arkham City with a different story and a few different villains, um, which isn't a terrible thing because I thought that game was so good. But I think you'd like to expect a little bit more variety and advancement yeah. in the series. Yep. Um, yeah, so my first sitting with the game, I played for probably two hours or so, and I was really unimpressed, and I just said to myself, well, I'm just going to push through the main story as fast as possible and trade it in towards one of my PS4 games that's coming out. Okay. Uh, just to get decent value out of it. And I was I was bummed, you know, because, like I said, Arkham City was so good. Yeah. And it's not that I found any specific thing wrong with this game. Um, like I said, I guess the only complaint I really had was that it was the exact same thing. I just wasn't getting into the world as much as I was in, in Arkham City, I guess. Right. I guess that would be the only thing. I really couldn't put a finger on it. Okay. Maybe I was just in one of those weird moods where I didn't know what I wanted to play. Yeah. Um, but luckily, my next sitting, I had the complete opposite, and I got hooked on it. Okay. So, yeah, that's good. Um, I felt like I was right back into it, and right back into what I loved about Arkham City. So. Nice. I'm, I'm excited about that, because I was really bummed that I wasn't really feeling it. Um, I guess I, I want to talk about a little bit why I like Batman so much. Yeah. I like Batman, because he's not really a superhero, even though he's in the superhero world. Uh, I love that he's not loaded with a bunch of superpowers. Um, it, he's he's a gadget guy. Yeah, he's more of a gadget guy, which aren't, you know, they're not superpowers. It's technology, yeah. which I find cooler. Um, you never get the feeling that he's untouchable. Kind When I was playing, like, Saints Row 4, I felt like my character was untouchable oh, all yeah. the time. Which, oh, for definitely. that game, was perfect. Yeah. But I like where Batman, he's a superhero in quotes, but he's not really because he's not untouchable. Right. And... When you're going through the game, you definitely feel like you're not untouchable, and you have to play that way, which I really like about the game. You have to survive. You do. Um, like I said, Batman is like a, he's an elite hand-to-hand fighter, but you can't just go in swinging fists. You have to use like a strategy when, when you find a big group of guys, yeah. especially if they've got guns on them. Um, like right now, I have my armor upgraded completely to 100% against guns and I mm-hmm. still like if I get attacked by three guys with guns in a, in an open area I'm fucked. Yeah, if you don't take like two of them out right away yeah. and and then just have the other one to deal with yeah. then you yeah you, uh, you get taken down pretty easily. When I was playing right before I got here there was a sniper on one of the roofs and I didn't see him over there and I was trying to fight some other guys while he's shooting at me I got picked off pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah, it only takes two or three sniper shots and you're okay. done. Uh, yeah, so another thing that I love about the Batman world is the villains. Um, and it's kind of the same thing. None of them really have any superpowers either. They're just weird people. Right, <laughs> crazies. That, yeah, they're just crazy people that have like over-the-top psychological or physical attributes. Like the Joker is just a fucking nutcase. Yeah. Uh, or Black Mask, all of them. They're all just weirdos. And like Bane isn't necessarily crazy, but he's huge. Yeah. And really Genet- strong. Genetically modified a little bit. Yeah, right. So that that's the thing I like about all the villains. And there's just something intriguing about them. Even like a, a villain. I think we picked on this villain last game, uh, Calendar Man. Yeah, yeah. He, he makes a, an appearance or a mention in this game. And even somebody like that, he's got some kind of appeal to him. 
just because it's so different from other villains and and super superheroes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I hope that something comes up with him again, because I'm interested to see like, and I feel like it might because I think his whole scenario is that on like holidays or certain certain days of the year, he does something. Yeah. And it's only those days, and it's Christmas in the game. It just turned into Christmas. So I'm hoping that he does something because I just think that's yeah that is that's kind of so neat. stupid that it's awesome right you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean so um as far as gameplay the combat um just like last time is awesome I actually have a friend who played it who th- said he thinks it's better I haven't noticed it's better it feels exactly the same to me right. um but the way the Batman flows from from enemy to enemy like you're surrounded by you know eight ten guys and he just flows from one to the next. But within the flow, you have to counterattack. And the way that works is if you're punching somebody and another guy comes behind you, there's like a, a few flashes of blue come over the enemy's head that's going to attack you. Uh-huh. Sorry. And you hit Y. I'm playing on 360, I should have said. But you hit Y to counterattack, and you have to time it right. If you do it too late, he hits you, and it breaks up your combo. Uh-huh. So each hit counts as a point towards your combo. And when you start out, I think it's when you get up to eight hits straight without being hit yourself. You can do special attack. You unlock more of those as you go on. But um, you have to really be prepared while you're fighting. And you have to keep an eye on the whole area and all the guys. Because one guy might have a knife and you have to counter that differently than you would Mm. than just a guy that's punching you. Mm -hmm. And you especially have to be prepared if there's a guy with a gun. Or some of the fights, there's like two crates on either side of the battle where there's guns and guys can run over and pick them up. So if you see somebody go over to pick up a gun, you better get over there and hit him really quickly so right. they can't get one. Yeah. I really like that. It keeps you on your toes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And the higher that your, your streak goes, the more damage you do, obviously. So it's important to keep a streak going, and it's not easy to do. Right. So when it works out, it's, it's pretty sweet because the attacks that you do, like, you'll tackle somebody, flip him over, and then break his leg or break his arm so he's incapacitated. Yeah, that was always that was one of the best. I only played uh, Arkham Asylum. I yeah. have Arkham City. I haven't played it yet. But that combat was, was really, really good. So good. So good. Yeah, it, it's almost perfect for, like, yeah. uh, a three-dimensional, like, hand-to-hand fighting game. Like, right. I don't think you can get better than that at this point, or at least it doesn't seem like you can. I, I've never played a game like that with the, with the combat was so good hand-to-hand. Yeah. Uh, I actually popped in... The Dark Knight for a little while today while I was doing some stuff around the house and I was watching one of the fight scenes and it was really similar to like how he fights okay. in the movie and I thought that was awesome. Yeah, you know, that's, a, that's good attention to detail. Yeah, he's just surrounded by a bunch of guys, but he's always counterattacking and you know, yeah, laying the boots to him when he's got an <laughs> opening. Right, it's really cool. Um, one thing they did add about the only thing they did add is a slow motion replay to crime scene investigation. Mm-hmm. So in the last game, you could go into detective mode to basically look over crime scenes and collect clues to figure out what happened and lead you to, to more you know, evidence and whatnot. So in this one, once you've pieced together some of the, uh, the crime scene in detective mode, you're able to rewind the whole scenario as it plays out. And the more you get, the more you can rewind of it mm-hmm. until you've pieced together everything and you can actually watch the whole crime scene unfold through like virtual reality almost oh that's cool yeah it's cool it reminded me of remember me yeah how they do the memory remix Uh but my one complaint with the crime scenes is that it's really linear and it basically holds your hand through it and shows you exactly what you have to do and look at 
which I don't like. I wish you kind of had to think a little bit more for yourself and use your brain power a little bit. Remember, remember me. There was different different things you could pick, and yeah, it was it either change, right or wrong. It could really change the change the outcome of yeah. the the thing too. Exactly, not what you wanted. This, it's just kind of you do it, and there's only one way to do it, and you, you can't really get it wrong. Right. Um. So yeah, look, it's like remember me, just far less user choice. Okay. In the in the remix. Um, still really enjoy gliding across Gotham, as you might imagine. Really fun. It's it's a little less exciting in Origins than it was in Arkham City, and I, I guess part of that would be, and I saw a lot of the reviews had a unanimous kind of opinion that the city is very empty. Okay. And that's true. There's nobody on the streets except for cops and criminals. And there's a reason for that, but... It's still really weird. Mm-hmm. Even though they did definitely come up with a reason for it, it feels like a thrown-in reason just because. And it's just kind of a way that they didn't have to put any more effort into that area of it to me. Okay. Which, eh, I don't know. It's it doesn't. It's not a huge deal. It's a small complaint, I guess, for me. I did see it in a lot of reviews, though, so I guess other people are, are taking that into account. Mm-hmm. Um, side missions are actually maybe my favorite part of this game. They're called the Most Wanted, and it's a list of nine kind of side criminals. Um, and there's another thing I like about the Batman games. Batman is my favorite superhero, but I don't really know that much about him other than the movies, so right. I only know the bigger villains. And the thing about these games is you get to know the, the lesser-known kind of side villains, which is really cool. Um, so Most Wanted is really good for that. So Anarchy was the first uh, side villain for the, the most wanted list that I chose to attack because it was basically he's a he's a teenage kind of punk kid and he rallies a bunch of like civilians with him to take on the government. Oh nice. Yes. So that was naturally the first one that I that I right. chose. Oh sweet. And I wanted to help him. Right. But since I was Batman I couldn't. Yeah. Um yeah, so he plants three bombs around the city. And you have to go talk to one of his supporters, and it starts a countdown, and you have to go, and there will be a fight beforehand, and you have to get there, beat up all of the enemies, and destroy the bomb before the timer runs out. The first two were really easy. The, the third one took me probably five tries to do it, which it was kind of a pain in the ass, but it was it was awesome when I finally did beat it. Right. Yeah. Sense so, of accomplishment. Yeah, definitely. And that's the great thing about those. Um Let's see. A couple of the other interesting villains that are involved with that is the Penguin. I remember the Penguin. Yeah. Uh, He's got, I think he's got drug caches all over the area. And you have to go, nope, he doesn't. That's Black Mask. Okay. Penguin's got weapons all around. And you have to go disable whatever. And um, there's just stuff all over the map for you to go do. The Mad Hatter is one that I'd never heard of as a villain. And he has kidnapped... A woman named Alice. Apparently, I don't. I don't even know if this is a real Batman character. It's like from Alice in Wonderland, but um, I haven't gone and done that one yet. That's probably the one I'll tackle next. And Enigma is the biggest one. He is kind of like the Riddler. He's more, I guess, technologically. He's kind of like a computer hacker. Uh-huh. And I found his headquarters, but there are these Enigma like kiosks all over the freaking map that you have to find to kind of break his code and find where he is. Um, so that's that one's going to take me a while. Um, and I think other than that, Black Mask is the only other 
most wanted that I've unlocked, but there's nine of them, so I haven't even unlocked any of them yet. Okay. I should say I'm 50% through the main story. I was going to ask you, how many hours? I don't know how many hours I've played, but I'm 50% through the main story. Overall, I'm only 16%, so that oh, really? tells you how much extra stuff yeah. there is. Well, that was one of the cool things, again, about uh, Arkham Asylum, is there's so much stuff that you can yes. go back and do after you even, even after you beat the game. Yes, and they definitely didn't shy away from that in this one. Um... Yeah, so another awesome thing that I honestly didn't even really notice until my friend that that I talked to about this game pointed out to me was the way that the cinematics, especially during the boss fights, the cinematics when you're when Batman's interacting with the with the boss before you fight, it flows so nicely into the actual fight that you do with the with the uh, the boss. Mm-hmm. It's I can't even describe it. It's I've never seen a game where it's cinematic and it just flows right into the fight so well. Mm-hmm. It's perfect the way they do it. Um, combat training. You, I don't remember in the last one. Did you get to explore the Batcave at all in the last one? There's a little more recall. to the Batcave, I believe, in Origins than there was in City. Okay, yeah, see, I didn't play City. I played uh, oh, okay. Asylum, and he had, like, an outpost. Okay, there, there probably wasn't in that one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you get to... There's not a ton to it, but you can walk around the Batcave a little bit, and it looks awesome. I mean, there's bats everywhere, and Alfred's in there hanging out, talking to you, and you've uh-huh. got your bat ship. I don't even remember what it's called, but your big ship's the in there. Wing. Is it the Batwing? I don't know. I think you might be right, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, that's also where the combat training center is, as well as where you can find challenge modes. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I really like these because combat training... I know it's just it's a main part of the game, but it's it's not easy to get down the the while the fighting is fantastically done. It's not easy to get the flow of it because you have to be so careful and you have to be able to counter. Um, and the combat training does a really good job of helping with that. I noticed that since I've done a couple of them, I've definitely been fighting better than I was. Yeah, and it's also fun to just do anyway, and you can unlock stuff through doing it. So I I think it's really awesome that they put that in there. Because it's helpful, uh-huh. you know what I mean? It makes you want to go do it. And same thing with the challenge mode. It's really fun to try and be as sneaky as you can, and it's very difficult. I think it's more difficult in this one than it was the last one to be stealthy. Maybe I'm trying to less, but I just find it's easier to... I, I wrote in here that I would describe my style of play as cautiously violent. Okay, <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, I I take my time, but I usually don't take the sneaky approach. Yeah, you you, you take people out. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't like to leave any stone unturned. Oh, I like no. to I like to take, not. take people out. Um, yeah, but the the cool thing about the challenge modes is it kind of trains you on how to handle certain situations in the actual story mode, especially the stealthy way. And there will be like a big open room for stuff from you to, um, you know, glide around the room with your grappler. And it just it helps to train you to learn how to do stuff like that and, and kind of plot out how you're going to strategize your battles. Uh, I, just, I just think that's awesome that they put that stuff in there because it makes you actually want to do it. And like I said, there's cool unlockables that you can get too. And plus it has a deep enough combat system and yeah. all that stuff that it needs to have something like that, which is – that's a good thing. You know? It does, and there's a lot of the combat that I don't even use. Yeah. Like all the gadgets that you can use during combat, I just don't because I feel like – it's too much for me at once. Right. You know what I mean? My, yeah, my use brain what, can't compute you, you that. Use what works, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it works for you, you don't need to adjust it, really. You know? Exactly. Um, so anyway, there's three types of customization for your character. There's close combat, invisible predator, and auxiliary upgrades. 
Um, the first two, Close Combat and Invisible Predator, are pretty self-explanatory. Obviously, Close Combat is more of the hand-to-hand stuff. Invisible Predator is for the stealthy player. Auxiliary upgrades are different. Um, they are unlocked by performing certain challenges during gameplay. There's, like, Dark Knight challenges, and I was going to write down the names of the other ones and forgot. But there's two or three sets of challenges. And it's like a ladder almost. It goes up to, like, I don't know, 15, 20 um, levels of the challenge. And each level gets you closer to a new auxiliary upgrade. And it might be, like, every three or every every five levels of the ladder that you go up. Um, but the auxiliary upgrades are basically technology upgrades for your gadget. And you don't get any points to put into it, which... Kind of sucks because, A, I want to be able to pick which ones I want. Yeah. And, B, I don't use a lot of the fighting techniques that you need to do to unlock those. Right. So, I'm halfway through the through the main story, and I think I have two of the auxiliary upgrades out of the 15 or 20. Wow. And I don't anticipate getting many more of them. Right. <laughs> without actually looking and trying, which is cool. I like that they tell you what you have to do to get it, and I may try to get a couple of them just because there's a couple that I do want. Um, but yeah, that's what auxiliary upgrades are. It's, it's kind of cool that they try to force you to use the different types of stuff that you might not otherwise do mm-hmm. um, for the completionist. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always try to do that sort right. of stuff. I usually take the high road, which is why I probably won't get many of those. <laughs> um, but it's cool that they have that in there. I chose, like I said, to focus my Batman more on the close combat uh, upgrade tree. I found not only did it fit my style of play better, I just didn't think that the Invisible Predator's stealth upgrades were that useful. I, fu- I thought in City, the stealth upgrades for um, for your gadgets were pretty useful. Like, you could disarm people with your Batarang. I haven't seen that one on there. I may have just missed it, but that one I got a ton of use out of. Right, because you um, knocked someone's gun out of there. Right, I haven't found anything like that with the... Uh, with the stealth upgrades that I found worth putting my point into. So I basically just upgraded my hand-to-hand combat armor and my uh, gun prevention armor all the way up to 100%, um, and then unlocked some more uh, special combos that you can perform during combat. I so just got another one where I can do two back-to-back, which is huge because it, it can incapacitate two enemies back-to-back. And mm-hmm. when you've got eight, ten guys around, yeah. that, that's pretty big. Yeah. Because it's hard to do because... Unless you've beat them up to the point where they're just incapacitated, you actually have to knock them down, jump on them, and pound them, which takes a while to do without somebody coming over behind and you. you off. Yeah, and it, it can be a pain in the ass. So, uh, I've just been, like I said, focusing on the hand to hand combat portion of it, and I don't feel like I'm missing anything from the game by not. I think I've only got two stealth upgrades. Okay. So I don't think I've missed any of the game from not doing those. But it's there if, if that's your right. style of play and if you, you know, want to upgrade those. Yeah. That, that, that's good, though. Oh, yeah. I like that you have the option. Yeah. But they for me, kind of I, just, I just didn't see any need to put any of my points into that. Mm-hmm. Um, But my favorite part of the game would have to be the boss fights so far. Oh. Um, they're so fucking cool. Nice. Like I said, I don't know a lot of the Batman villains, like the lesser known ones, and they do a good job of kind of showcasing them. Um, like I said, there's the the nine villains that are kind of out for your head because of the the bounty that's been put on it. Um, should I le- read off the list of villains, or is that kind of a spoil? I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe do a couple of them. 
Okay. I'm going to leave one or two out. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe do some early ones. Okay. Black Black Mask is, the I think, the earliest one that you come across. Um, Killer Croc, who was in City. Um, Deathstroke. Uh, Killer Croc was the first boss battle. I don't remember that one as well, and that one was really easy. Uh, Deathstroke is the second boss battle, and that one was awesome. Like, there is some repetition, and it's just kind of remembering the pattern of the fight, but he's got, like, three or four different patterns that he uses, uh-huh. um, which kind of breaks up the monotony of it. And it's just so much fun, very challenging. The The Deathstroke one and the third one was um, Copperhead, who I had never heard of before. It's a female character, and she has, like, a snake tongue, and she injects poison. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, but, yeah, both of those boss fights were fantastic, and they're really challenging. It took me a few times each time to do them. They're just the right amount of length, too. It's not too short, not too long. Yeah. You get your you get your fight's worth out of it. It's really well done. The boss fights are fantastic in this game, and I'm looking for... I Actually, right where I left off tonight before I came over here, my next uh, boss fight is against Bane. Oh, cool. So, looking forward to that very much. Nice. Um, and there's another cool... A villain called Firefly that I had never seen before. He's kind of looks like he's in a robot suit where he can fly around like Firefly, and he's got fire coming out of the back of his, his jetpack or whatever he's got on. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one too. But uh, yeah, boss fights fantastic, and especially the way the cinematic flows into the boss fights again, really well done. Uh-huh. So overall, uh, I really like the game a lot. I'm definitely gonna beat it. I'm not gonna get to 100 percent on it just because it would take me forever. Yeah, we, we we've got we've got shit to do. We've got more shit to do coming up shortly. I do want to beat it. I would like to beat all of the side um, most wanted list missions. If I can do that, I'll be happy. Right. Got my money's worth out of it. Trade it in. I haven't tried any of the multiplayer. Probably never will. Right. So. Well, do you know what the multiplayer consists of? Do you know what it? I read about it a while ago. I think. There, there's parts in the main story where you'll go into a big room, and like I said, there's the statues hovering above. They're like gargoyle-looking things, and you can um, grapple from one to the next and be stealthy, and there'll be like eight to ten enemies in there walking around, and you can stealthily kill them, which you almost have to do because especially later on they all have guns. But you, you have to figure out a way to kill all the guys before you can get to the next area. Um, I think it's kind of like that. You okay. play as Batman, and then... There's thugs around to... I'm assuming other people play the thugs. And those guys are there to prevent you from winning. Okay. I guess. Huh. But I think you can also play as some of the big villains, too. Like oh. Joker and stuff. I think... So. I, yeah, I, I did hear something about yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's something along those lines. Probably not doing it justice. I, I only read one thing about the multiplayer, and they said it wasn't that great. So I can't see it being... It's not the type of game that needs a multiplayer, I it, don't think. I don't even know why they put it in there. Yeah. Honestly, it's got enough... You know, to get your money's worth out of it. So that's a lot of playtime you're going to get out of that game. So yeah. I definitely recommend it. I'd say on a scale of 10, if that's what you want to go with, I'd probably give it an 8.5. Would have been a 9 if there was a little more innovation. Yeah. But, that was the primary complaint I saw from different places. I think uh, Polygon, of all the places I saw, gave it the highest review, yeah. and they gave it an 8. Yep. Uh, Destructoid gave it a 3.5. Did they? Which, they go out of 5, though, don't they? No, it's out of 10. Is it really? Uh, and then Games GameSpot gave it a 6.5. Did they give it a 3.5 just because there, it was like the other one? The, yeah, uh, that was yeah, one of the yeah. reasons. What's that? Can I jump in here? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. 
because as I like to do when I don't play a game, um, and there's only one person talking about it, as I like to throw together some quotes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from some some pro, from the pros, and I love that you do not. that, Corey. It's great. Uh, so yeah, I took Destructoids, who gave it the worst review, at least according to Metacritic, and I also took Xbox 360 Achievements review, which gave it the best. They had they gave it like a 92 or something like that. Um, but here's Destructoids' summary of Batman: Arkham Origins. Quote: It's contemptuously pissed all over what Rocksteady accomplished with the previous Arkham games, and shout out a soulless wreckage of a game. The only good in Origins comes from work already accomplished in previous games with a whole lot of bad added in. Um, so I'll basically just run through some of the stuff, Eric, and you can you know chime in if you have anything to say or okay. agree or disagree. Uh, events seem rushed and barely fleshed out, I guess, story-wise. I completely disagree with that. Okay. I'd say, if anything, some of the parts are maybe a little too long to get to the next big, you know, thing that's going to happen uh-huh. uh recycled gameplay i think you kind of agreed with that oh that's that's nobody could argue that yeah yes yeah, specifically the combat um and but, the arsenal of gadgets is pretty much the same but to be fair fantastic combat and i don't know why they would have changed that that yeah, would have been sure. stupid uh straightforward boss battles they said it's just regular combat with some qte mixed in yeah but it's just it's not just the fighting that's cool about it. it's who you're fighting what they look like um i like that each of the bosses has their own specific skill set like deathstroke is a like mixed martial arts expert and he has different ways that he fights and he fights with weapons when you break his first weapon he pulls a new weapon out and fights differently so then you have to memorize that routine and he has a couple different ones with weapons so you don't know which one he's going to pick and there's other things in the environment that he picks up and uses so i it's not, I wouldn't say straightforward. It's definitely not super difficult to memorize, but it's going to take you a couple tries. It's not a uh, Dark Souls boss battle, but. No. But it's good for that game. I think right. they fit really well. I love, like I said, it's probably my favorite part of the game. Okay. Littered with glitches. Um, My game crashed on me once today. And then I started up, tried to start the game up two other times today, and the screen was nothing but black. Um, so a little glitchy. Yeah, other than that, when I first popped it in, um, the game wouldn't start. It was just stuck on the screen, like the Batman load screen or whatever. So I actually called GameStop, and I said, hey, listen, I just was there, and I got Batman, and like my game won't start up. It just gets to this point where it stops. And he's like, oh, is it saying something about uh, WBID? And I was like, yeah. He goes... That is the Warner Brothers servers for that game, and they're probably down because there's so many people trying to play it. So there's nothing wrong with your disc. It's just that. Just keep trying. And then when I put it in again, it started. Uh-huh. Other than that, I haven't found any glitches. Okay. Uh, and the only good I gleaned, anyway, from the Destructoid review that they approved of in the game was fast travel. I choose not to use fast travel other than one time because it's kind of like in Skyrim where... You were going to miss out yeah, on there's, something. While the stuff in Batman is... Not as interesting? It's not as interesting, and when I say random, it's the same thing every time. It's just a group of thugs that you need to beat up. It's still awesome to do because the right. combat's so cool. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I liken it to Skyrim where... It, if, if Was there fast travel on that? There was. Yeah. I didn't use it often because I think you miss out on some stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes when you're like traveling around the city, there's random crime scenes that pop up and you can go like 
just do this random-ass crime scene that's not even involved in the main story, not involved in those uh, most wanted lists. It's just completely separate. It's almost like a little crime, uh, police case that you go and solve. Yeah. Uh, just stuff like that. And then there's other crime scenes where villains are trying to break into an ATM. You just go beat the shit out of them. Just cool stuff like that that, that pops up. And it, it, I guess you could consider it repetitive, but it's still fun for me. Right. Mm-hmm. You're okay. still kicking well, ass with Batman. <laughs> Want me to move on to the positive one now? Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, so, yeah, Xbox 360 Achievements, which actually I had never really heard of the site. I'm sure a lot of people have. Oh, yeah. I'm not one of them. But um, actually, it was a pretty well-written review, so I'm not. I'm certainly not knocking them at all. Um, their summary was more of the game, but in the best way possible. Or more of the same, but in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really liked the tweaked gadgets, like the gr- glue grenade. Um, I am about to get that. I just, okay. I just got like a sample of some kind of chemical that Alfred needed to put that together. Oh, neat. Yeah. Well, apparently it's pretty cool. So look forward to that. Okay. Uh, the concussion detonator. Yes. Uh, one of the few stealth techniques that I actually do use. I haven't okay. upgraded it, but it's basically like a little shock wave that you can stick on the ground or on an enemy and it. It's like a concussion grenade. that it, it doesn't last for long. You can upgrade it to last longer, but like I said, I'm not really focusing on that. It's helpful, though. Actually, the last big fight that I got into in, in one of those open rooms, the last two guys were sitting right below me, and I threw one of those on the ground right next to them, knocked one of them unconscious, jumped down on the other guy, pounded him, knocked him out. The other guy was kind of getting his wits about him with his gun, and I just jumped over and beat the tar out of him. Nice. So, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, the shot gloves are apparently pretty sweet. Just got those, and yes, they're fucking sweet. <laughs> That's cool. I like I like hearing that stuff. Yeah. Um, they also said that the game quote feels fresh, despite it being more of the same. Um, for this reason, the city looks the 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 I guess the the set the setting um looks different because of the time period. Off the top of my head, I would say does not feel fresh to me. Feels okay. the same to me, but I have the worst memory of all time. They could look completely different, and I wouldn't remember. Right. Uh, and also in that vein, they said it felt like a city that still had some hope as opposed to Arkham City's urban nightmare. Maybe. Yeah, I guess you, yeah, I guess you could say the city still has hope because it's not... This one, first of all, isn't really an attack on Gotham City. It's an attack on Batman himself. Yeah. So they're not really going after the city. Um, actually, the only people going after the city are the like that anarchy guy blowing things up in the city. The rest of it is mostly just trying to kill Batman. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I could see that. It's a, a little more hopeful, but it's still downtrodden and like the whole the whole thing is dark. Like yeah. it's the dark night. You know what I mean? Everything's dark and the even the lighting. It's still Gotham City. Oh yeah, super dark yeah. place. Yeah, and that's about all I pulled out, but. Uh... Good to know your thoughts on it, anyway. Yeah, I, I completely disagree with Destructoid. Yeah, they wrote a pretty harsh last paragraph on their review too. Uh, something along the lines of, you know, developers will complain that people pirate games, but when you release a rehash like this, it's it's the number one reason why people don't pay for games. And while I understand that, I don't. Fe- it's still a good game, right? Right. You, I wouldn't. I could see it, knocking it down to like 
a seven, yeah. six and a half, maybe. Yeah. But three and a half. It seemed to me that the that I don't I don't know who wrote the Destructoid one, but they they don't like rehashes. Was he That's a little the, I got that impression a yeah. little bit. I didn't read the whole review. I read bits of it, and then of course I always read the last paragraph. Well, but. and I've been known to, you know, go pretty hard on a rehash. Right. Call of Duty, but how many times have they done it? Right, and 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 Batman was, you know, like you said, Arkham City was one of your favorite games yes. of all time. So more of the same isn't a bad it's thing. It's not a bad thing. I there's still some stuff they could do. I'm sure. I'm not smart enough to know what that stuff is, but I'm <laughs> sure somebody can figure out a couple new things that they could do with the game. Right. Um, but there's definitely enough there for me. There, I feel comfortable recommending it for sixty bucks. Uh-huh. And there's enough playtime in there for sure. Okay, especially if you're a completionist, this is one of those games where there's plenty of stuff for you to get into and feel really good about getting 100 percent because it would take you forever. Yeah, and unlocking all the Enigma data keypads, those puzzles are fucking hard. Maybe I'm just stupid, but those puzzles are hard, and I don't even bother with most of them because I just I can't do it. Okay, I don't have the patience. I'm right so the now. guy that sorry the Go guy ahead, that reviewed it on Destructoid uh, was Jim Sterling. Oh, Jim Sterling. Yeah, if it gives uh, gives you any context, he gave Pokemon a nine point five, Pokemon X and Y, and Sonic the Lost World a seven point five. Do you have any other ones on there? I'm sure he does. I don't want him. Yeah, he has a lot of them. He's he's like their pri- He's their their main guy. Okay, Jim yeah. Sterling. He he would be the type of person that doesn't like. That it's the same game from oh, from go, from, from Beyond Two Souls. He gave it a five out of ten. I mean, listen, I could see why somebody would give that a five. Yeah, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. and I totally get the rehash argument. I completely understand that, but it's still a good game. Like, yeah. Call of Duty rehashes, but they suck. That's the difference. Like those and they games still get blow. Nines. Right. Yeah. The the online for those games, which everybody loves, is terrible. That's the thing that's different. This is still a good game when you boil it right down. How long to beat gives uh, Arkham Arkham Origins twelve hours for the main story? That's what I read. Doesn't too. have a completionist yet. Okay, so that, but it's you know, probably you know a lot. What Jim Sterling gave Call of Duty Modern Warfare three. What nine point five? Well, see, credibility gone <laughs> <laughs> out the window. God, that's laughable. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I recommend it. If you liked Arkham City, you're. I'd be shocked if you didn't like this game. Okay, but you should play Arkham City. It At makes least me wa- Arkham City. It makes first. me want to play Arkham City really bad. Please play Arkham City. Okay, I just started a new game, but I I won't get to it next week. It's, I'm only going to have you, one PS4 game, so I'll be able to play. You could bust through the main story pretty quickly. I, I don't like to do but, that. Yeah, though. You're, you're not that kind of gamer. <laughs> no. There was a pretty good deal this past week. All three Batman's for like forty five bucks or something like that. Damn. What is steel? Oh, even Origins. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it wasn't a, it, like a Steam sale, or maybe yeah, GameFly. GameFly. Green Man. Green Man Gaming. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I wish I had known. Well, I already have. Uh, I was Origins. really close to doing it. You should have, man. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on Batman: Arkham Origins? Nope. That's it, man. Okay. I like it. All right. We're gonna take a quick break and be back with our first segment right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Episode 119 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our, well, nibble bit segment. Uh, Will, welcome. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Fresh off of learning. Learning, yeah. Uh, Will, Will also brought the PlayStation 4 controller 
uh, which me and Eric have just held for the first Fondled. time. Fondled. Uh, I, I darn near molested it. Uh, it's awesome, I think. I really like the feel of it. I was never a big fan of the DualShock controller, but... DualShock 3 sucks. Yeah, uh, I think it's a huge improvement, so... Absolutely. feels... Like I said, it feels like it's just molded into your hand. Yeah. It's great. Uh, I'm still a little unsure about the th- thumbsticks close together, um, but I think I, I'll get used to that. I think once I get used to it, I'm not even going to notice the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, One thing that's going to take me time to get used to is using um, R2 and L2 for shooting instead of... Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it just feels a little further back. It might not be. It just feels different. Right. I'm used to using, like, I don't know. A trigger and a bumper. controller, yeah. yeah. it just feels different. Yeah. But that being said, it do, it's pretty sweet. It is a very, very nice controller. So, uh, anyway, Eric, you want to get started with Nibble Bits? Yeah, I do, Dan. All right, let's get cracking. Great. Okay. Uh, maybe I want to save that for Roundtable. Yeah, yeah save yeah, it let's for Roundtable. one. Will, you stole one of my Nibble Bits, by the way. The I Call didn't. of Duty one. No, the, I didn't. The aliens. No, I didn't. I'm going to let you keep it, though. All right. Wait, you tweeted it? Yeah, I did. I'm going to look that up. I don't believe it. Go ahead. Okay. All right, <laughs> Oculus Rift is going to be launching for Android mobile devices. Thoughts on that? I knew they were going to do that, but I I mean, I don't really do that much with mobile gaming. I, I, maybe yeah. they were going to do some cool like alternate reality or augmented reality Apps stuff with and, it. Yeah. I think that'd be neat. Cuz I got thinking to myself, what game am I going to play on my mobile phone that I need that? Right. Uh, and that's also not something you'd want to have in public. No. <laughs> not at all. At least I wouldn't Somebody think. Somebody will take my money or something. But like I said, I think they could do cool things with the augmented reality. You know, we talked about the Pokemon game. Yeah. Uh, that With the augmented reality, I, I think, you know, if they ever do a mobile uh, Pokemon like that, augmented reality, with the Oculus Rift, because yeah. that would put it right in your face right. as opposed to being on the screen. As I always say... Somebody, we'll see. Someone somebody do, a little brighter than me will probably come up with something awesome. Uh, yeah, someone will do something cool with it, right. no doubt. So that's, I mean, the more places that is, I guess the better, right? Yeah. Um, my next one, Halo Spartan Assault, which have any of us tried? Nope. No. It's on Windows uh, Windows 8 and uh, Windows Phone 7 and tablets okay. and stuff. What is, is it? it? It's like a top-down. It's a top-down shooter, almost like the old Grand Theft Autos. Oh. But that's going to be coming to Xbox One and Xbox 360. Um, I'll be interested. I guess it's coming this December, and a price has not been confirmed yet. That's from IGN. Uh, from GameSpot, Dark Souls 2 PS3 beta has been pushed back and is rescheduled for November 9th for all of you Dark Souls 2 fans. Um, I thought about signing up for that, and I just never got around to it, and I probably won't get around to it. Right. I got other shit on my mind these days. Yeah. PS4. Yeah, we got we got PS4 on the brain. So. Was it 17 days until then? Uh, I can't count. <laughs> it's it's a little, right around. It, it's 18. a little over two weeks. Wow. When yeah. you put it in that. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, well, we put it in terms It'll of be two weeks recording. On well, we got two more episodes. Two more episodes before then. <sighs> Actually, it's like it's basically. Yeah, it is two more episodes, but it comes out the day after that second episode. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah exciting yeah so on to my last one um the playstation app for ios and android has a release date 
November 13th in North America, and in Europe it's going to be November 22nd. I was wondering about this, and I was happy to see that they finally put a date out for it. Yeah. Um, you're going to be able to do things like chat with uh, friends on your friends list. Uh, you can actually buy games. You can have your PS4 download things from your phone. So that's that's kind of cool that you're going to be able to do that. Uh-huh. Um, it's, like, it's like the Steam app. Yeah. Are Do you know, like, for Commander Mode and Battlefield and... Um, Stuff in the division is. Are you gonna be able to use it for that? That kind I think of thing? so. I think that's Probably. what it's for, unless they have their own, their own app. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I think I think Sony's kind of going for like we'll give you the tools to do that if you don't want to do your own app okay. that you you'll be able to just use the Sony. Well, app. it'll be EA with Battlefields probably. Well, they'll probably want to do their own. Yeah. But yeah, you can also use the PlayStation app for that if you so choose. That's the impression I got, anyway. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'll I'll tinker with that definitely at, oh, in my too. excitement for the uh, for the for the launch Two days of the before, PS4. That'll get you right primed up. Yep. I'll, and I'll have to dick around with the Vita too. Oh yeah, see, see what's what going on with Vita. that. And they, they got to put an update out for that. Right. It's remote remote play is supposed to be at launch, right? I think so. I think it was in the, it's in the patch. Yeah. Which we're going to talk a little bit more about later on. Uh-huh. And that's it for my nibble bits. Okay. Corey, what do you got for us? Well, first of all, I'd like to congratulate Eric on an excellent batch of nibble bits. Oh, thank you, Corey. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, Steam greenlit another 100 games. I looked through the list. None jumped out at me right away. This is just looking at the graphics. We'll hear about uh, we'll hear about them later, I'm sure, the the gems that are in there, right? Yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll come out, but like part of me wants to be the person that discovers that next gen gem. Yeah. Um that's not going to happen though, cuz in order to do that, I have to buy them. And I'm too scared to buy them. Right. Because I don't know if they're any good. Now, what are you talking about? Indies? Yeah, Steam greenlit another 100 games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, Kotaku did a good write-up. I actually put it in my favorites about uh, the at least the genre of each and every one of the games. So that's good. Uh, during an interview with OXM, it was revealed that Square Enix is open to the idea of an IDOS-developed Final Fantasy. Uh, that's significant because IDOS is it IDOS or IDOS? IDOS. I don't Corey, know how to really just say own it. it. IDOS. That's a good combination of the two, right? Yes. Uh, that's significant because they are a Western developer. Um, I don't know. How would you, specifically the Final Fantasy fans, feel about a Western developed numbered Final Fantasy? I'd be for it. Well, IDOS did uh, Deus Ex. Yeah. And did a fantastic job. It was IDOS, right, Well, Yep. Uh, it did a fantastic job with Deus Ex, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, a, a new, a new kind of take on it. Sure, I wouldn't. I, it, it never hurts to have a new take on it. Right. Uh, I, I do feel like it would lose a little bit of its magic, but that's pretty much inherent in in going from a uh, foreign developer to me anyway. It well, might might make some new magic. That's what I think. Sure. I'll tell you what. Uh, of the games that I've seen coming for PS4, Final Fantasy, was it 15? 15, yeah. That was one of the ones that I was most excited for, yeah. coming from somebody who's not a Final Fantasy fan. It does look really cool. It looks fucking awesome. So, I, Yeah, well, that one's even been on in development right for now. a million years, I'm pretty sure. And so. it looks like it's going to be a couple more years. <laughs> it looks and right. spit everywhere, but yeah. Moving along. Apparently, Nintendo is working on a detective adventure for the 3DS starring Pikachu. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's kind of all much, of our thoughts. 
much my reaction. Uh, <laughs> Evil Pikachu is allegedly the villain. I did see a screenshot for this game. It demonstrated a movable magnifying glass. Uh, this is for the 3DS, you guys. How do you feel about the limitless potential of the Pokemon franchise choosing to go the detective adventure route? Awful. Well, I mean, maybe evil true. Maybe it'll appeal to somebody, but that person is not me. That no. person's not at this table. No. I mean, they just put out a great game in X. Now they're going to bring it back down with this. Yeah. So. Yeah, you just wonder what the <laughs> fuck goes on over there sometimes, but they just keep chugging along. Yeah. I don't get it. It's weird. It is weird. I agree. We're we're playing with the PlayStation controller. Go on, Corey. It, it lit up. That's it. Those are my nibble bits. <laughs> That's it with you? It lit up. Okay, uh, I'll go next. Star Citizen's crowdfunding has reached over $25 million, uh, which will allow for a more, more robust alpha testing, including testing of European and Australian servers during the alpha phase. Uh, the next stretch goal is the $27 million mark, which will unlock the Banu Merchantmen, whose starships will be passed from generation to de- generation, as well as some backstory for the group. So Star Citizen, again, setting records for crowdfunding, $25 million bucks. I did a wow. watch out for on that game, uh, and it's sounding better and better. I will get into it. I'll, I'll get into the crowd. I'm going to whatever, whatever, buy into it, I guess. <laughs> I think the cheapest one where you actually like get the full contribute. game is contribute. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Right. Uh, contribute. Uh, I think the cheapest one where you actually get the full game is like 40 bucks. So I'll do that at some point because I do want to get it. Uh, it seems awesome. Wait, so, all right, which star game is this again? Star Citizen. I get this is this well. is the piloting one. Oh, it, it's okay. it's like Eve Online, but with like better graphics and and like first person. And you're the okay, and you're a pilot. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's also supposed to ha- have Oculus Rift support from the get go. Nice. Um, wow. So really, I don't think you can get any more perfect than Oculus Rift and Star Citizen. That would be for I me. Need, I need to get a new PC, huh? Yeah, you do. And you don't even need I'll to spend very much parts. money. You don't even need to spend very much money. I, uh, they did a best bang for your buck video card discussion on Kotaku, and actually my video card was on there. Hey, my GTX 650 Ti because they're only like 150 bucks right now, and you can play a lot of games on yeah. um, good good quality settings for right now. Uh, but anyway, uh, the New America Foundation's Open Technology Institute has released a report on the cost and speed of various ISPs in cities throughout the world as compared to the U.S. On average, yeah, yeah, exactly. Buckle Uh, in, boys. (laughs) On average, customers in U.S. cities are paying double the cost of comparable plans in other countries. For example, Seoul, South Korea, you can get 1,000 megabytes per second, which is Google Fiber speeds, uh, both up and down. So both uploading and downloading for $31.47 a month. $31.47 a month for Google Fiber. Good Lord. Uh, Kansas City has Google Fiber, which we've talked about before, which is 1,000 megabytes per second up and down, which is it's gigabit. gigabit for It's 70. So uh, Seoul, South Korea has it for less than half. Jesus. Yep. Uh, and we consider uh, the Google Fiber in Kansas City experimental. Right, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Uh, gigabit internet is available in Lafayette, Louisiana for $995.95. So you're looking at a grand per month for gigabit internet in Lafayette, Louisiana, with a cap of 10,000 gigabytes. So is that out in the swamps? Capped. Is that why? I'm not sure why that is, but yeah, out with there the swamp it is. people? 
needing gigabytes. I'm, I'm assuming that's probably for businesses, yeah. but still, that's a lot of money. Uh, Bristol, Virginia has 1,000 megs down and 50 up for 300 bucks a month. Now, my internet, which is 15 megabytes down <laughs> and one megabyte up, is $55 per month. Ugh. A uh, similar plan can be found in Riga, Latvia for twenty one seventy five a month. So you can get the – it's actually faster downloading too. It's 20 megs down and one and one up for, for twenty one seventy five. Uh, and all numbers are obviously adjusted for currency values and right. cost of living. So, you know, that's that's basically what, you, what you'd be paying. Brutal. Um, and really, like, after I – I knew this, and this was kind of floating around the back of my head, you know, seeing – uh, like on Reddit and stuff, people posting like their internet speeds and, and doing the myspeedtest.net or speedtest.net and seeing other countries. But really like this kind of put everything in perspective for me. And I was really like almost sick to my stomach with how angry I was about it. Uh, and I actually read another article later about it saying that uh, a large part of the reason is, is lack of competition, um, oh, yeah. which is, which is our case. Totally. We have, Time Warner Cable, and that's it. They got us by the short hairs. Yep. The, you can get DSL, and I actually did some research. You can get DSL around here. You can get three megabytes per second down, which is not fast enough for what I need. Uh, you can get that for $30 a month. It's it's three megabytes down and, like, 0.5 up, which is brutally slow um, for $30 a month. And, uh, you know, it's not worth it. So, uh they said that Verizon Fios is the best provider we have other than Google Fiber, but that's not available in very many places, and they're also – they have no plans for expansion at all, so that's probably really? not coming any, – it won't be coming here, obviously. No. It's Fuck. like in all the areas right around us, but not here. Um, <laughs> but, you know. And, and now, the like I said, lack of competition was the main reason for that. Time Warner Cable has no reason to lower prices or improve service because they don't have anyone to compete with them here. So that's a large part of the problem. I think sick. even like uh, municipalities will sell rights to uh, internet providers to be the only provider for internet. So, uh, which makes me want to vomit in oh, my mouth. Yeah. Well, a lot of it has to do with logistics too. I mean, uh, time Warner has laid millions of miles of line for cable. Um, so they already have a lot of that stuff in place that they need. Right. That's that's part of the reason why they can, you know, go to a Binghamton, New York and just monopolize the the market there. On, well, right, on but 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 I think municipalities will go so far as to block others from wanting to come in. Oh, I'm I, sure I, it happens, I think yeah. that's that's part of the part of the problem. Like if Verizon Fios wanted to come in and say, you know, we want to, you know, uh, come to your city and and lay our lay our fiber cables right. for for internet for for people in your area. You're like, "No, we, you know, we have a contract with uh, Time Warner, which to me seems illegal, but oh, I'm sure, I'm sure I, there's I a that comes down, I think that also comes down to logistics, though, because you know, rich developer comes in, says, "Hey, I'm going to lay this this line. Uh, we're going to be tearing up your city for a while." You right. know, trying to. I don't know exactly I, how all this stuff works. I don't buy any of that as an excuse. I don't either. None I don't it. think it's an excuse, but I mean, I to a certain extent, I think you know, you look at a, a Seoul, South Korea. Um, they don't have a lot of real estate, you know. Yeah, no, that's true. We're, this, is, this is the entire United States. Yeah, um, but 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 they, like the cities that they did were like big cities where you should have a lot of options, and there isn't sure. any cities like New York City and San Francisco was on there. Uh, well, there's a few others. Uh, obviously, Kansas City was on there because of the 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 Google Fiber, but 
at the Time Warner rates in, in Kansas City were awful. I think they had my plan that I have, the 15 megs down and one up for it was $100 a month. <laughs> I'm like, you have Google Fiber in Kansas City and you're still charging that. Like, that's ridiculous. Time Warner's but the worst. They are the absolute worst. Um, so I, I, and I don't know what's your, do you know what your plan is, Corey, at your house? I, I don't know. I don't pay for it. That's, uh, I know you have other, a decent other. up speed though, right? Yeah. Like, like on a, on a regular night, if I'm downloading something on steam or I do the speed test or whatever, I get 45 megs down in six to 10 up. That's so good compared to mine. Do you, do you have an idea what you pay for it? Uh, I think, let's see, everything, cable and internet, each of us pays $15 a month, and there's five of us. So you're looking uh, at a little over a little under 100 Right. That's pretty good. 75 for... Yeah, well, oh, no, wait. No, I'm sorry, because all of us pay half, and the other person pays the other half. Oh. So 15 times... So that's 150 Four is 60 and then uh, so like 120 Okay. For that's... cable and internet. That's not too bad though, uh, for for good speed. Like I said, I have fifteen, fifteen down, one up for fifty five dollars a month. I can we get HBO and Showtime. Too. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> makes me sick. But yeah, I was almost like physically ill when I read that and shaking with anger. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that that's pretty bad. But at the same at the same rate, um, do people really need the Google Fiber speeds? Yes. See that and that that what, like when you. When I read the comments on Reddit, that there was a lot of that. But if people are willing to pay for it and want it, why does it matter? Exactly. Whether or not they need it, because well, no. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm asking. Uh... It, and it's 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 also future proofing, you know. Like, right. do I need a thousand megs up and down? No, probably not. But you know, if I'm uh, like an entrepreneur uh, who who's going to set up a new type of like internet business. Yeah, you probably sure. would need that. Which is what happens. It's like uh, the gold rush, they're saying, the, yep. the Kansas City rush. People are running out there and living in shanty towns just for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> really? Um, which I would at this point. I asked my girlfriend if we could. She said no, but I would do it anyway. <laughs> right. I don't even have a business plan. She's lying, Corey. You can't. <laughs> I really got a taste of how bad my internet was when I tried to uh, upload my uh, my. Saints Row 4 video that I recorded for my computer, <laughs> and it took four hours Ugh. to upload the video. It was big. It was, like, almost two gigs, but it took four freaking hours to upload that video. It's ridiculous. That's Half insane. a day at work. So, I don't know. And, I mean, it was it was a decent video, but it's not like it, uh, it was sharp on a 1080p screen or anything. It was five minutes long. It was, it, is, it is a 1080p video. Um, but it, it it was only five minutes long, I, I think. I put it in 1080p. Yeah, it looks good, right? Yeah, I thought it looked good. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and then moving on, Valve <laughs> announced today that the Steam platform has over 65 million accounts and a 30 percent growth in active accounts from last year. That's it. So that's good news for Steam. 65 million. Xbox Live was only like 47, I think. Wow. 47 million. That's so, insane numbers. Holy crap. Yeah. So good on good on you, Steam. Yeah, but how many of those assholes just installed it for Dota? Uh, probably some of them, but it said a 30, 30% growth in active accounts from last year, so that's good. Jake said stop talking about bad internet because it's starting to screw his up. Oh, is it? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah, Tar- targeted no ads yeah. slowing down the internet. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got for Nibble Bits. So, Will, what do you got for us? 
Well, my first one is the EA CFO said that Titanfall is an exclusive only for the lifetime of the title on the X-Bone, the 360 and PC. Um, for the lifetime of the title, I was confused. Did he mean, like, every Titanfall no, game or just, just the that. first one? Just, just the that first one. one. Okay. Um, and I know I read a tweet from the guy from Respawn saying that he was not upset to hear that it was only going to be an exclusive to the Xbox and uh, PC, but he said he was a little sad to hear that because he had just found that out and he wanted to get the game out to more people. Yeah, apparently that was a pretty new development. Yep. Um, EA struck a deal with Microsoft on that recently, which was, I think, a really good, good move for, for good Microsoft. Good for them, yeah. yeah. yeah Sucks do. for us. Yeah. Well, you got PC. But it's going to be on Origin. That's the only problem. I'm, I'm going to play it on 360, which I'm fine with. I'm just hoping it's not like Battlefield difference where it's going to uh, limit number of players and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I'm hoping it's pretty similar just to notch down a graphics. I'll be fine with that. Yeah, Origin's but, not that bad, Dan. Yes, it is. I got the Mass Effect thing on Origin. I have Mass Effect 3 on Origin. I, but, you know, once I get my Steam box, it's... Origin's not gonna it's not gonna work with it, so So you're not getting it? I don't know, I haven't decided. It depends. It's not really your kind of game anyway. Why wouldn't it work on it? It's a, you can install it on Linux, right? No. Origin is Windows only. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're not they're not making the making the push to Linux like Steam is because they, they don't have any reason to support Linux. Linux. Because so. it's it's only competitive online multiplayer, right? There's yeah. no single player. No. no yeah, it's just Are you interested in it? Yeah. Do you just want to try the game? I, it looks amazing. It's like I mean, it's kind of right up my alley. I live right over here, Dan. Right. You can come over. I know. I, that's probably well, yeah. what I'll do. If I really do end up liking it, maybe I'll I'll look into uh, a, a online only multiplayer competitive game is right up your alley. I think you should it's, get it, it's, Dan. it's the science fiction thing, because Planet Side yeah. 2 is right up my alley, but that's competitive multiplayer. The setting is up your alley. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was kind of more into, uh, what's the other one? Destiny? Destiny, yeah. Just oh. the, the, well, the idea of the multiplayer in Destiny. For obvious reasons, I think. Well, that's the reason why I'm getting a PS4. You're going to get Destiny, right, Corey? For what? PS4. <laughs> Assuming you still get one. Yeah. Wait, are you getting one at launch? Have you, just, have you decided? We talked about it earlier. I still don't know. I honest, I on, I'm not just playing around. I honestly, I don't. I, know. I'm trying to talk him into getting a Wii U and a 3DS XL bundle. Yeah, why don't do that? Think about going for that. It's not a bad option, Corey. Just get the yeah. PS4 next year when some games start coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, get in like February around Infamous tax and, return time. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good plan. Then you'll be, you'll be set, man. Yeah, you'll have you gaming galore going on. Some good shit coming out. Definitely. That's a good plan for you. Plus, yeah, but I'll miss out on all the PS4 conversations. No, Corey. Well, that's what we want. Corey. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. When you come in for Thanksgiving and stuff, you can play mine. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you Christmas. can come up and hang out with me whenever you want, Corey. Yeah. Okay, all right. From the Brooklyn Studios. Okay, go ahead, Will. If we're good enough. Anyway, <laughs> Call of Duty Ghosts got a new and exciting mode called Extinction. It's a one to four player cooperative mode, um, and instead of zombies, it's aliens. So they're pretty clever over there in Infinity Ward. Well, it's not a new mode then. Obviously, mm-hmm. anybody that's paying any attention knows that. Yep. Um, I am still a little excited about it though, because honestly, like uh, World at War came out, and zombies was my favorite part of that. I was blown away by how much fun I had Z- with zombies. Yeah, zombies was the bomb. So I'm hoping that maybe a little fresh take. Uh, 
I know I'm I'm stretching here for Call of Duty game, but maybe a fresh take on a on an old idea will produce something better than the last zombies, which I thought was bad, god awful, and yeah. un, like unplayably bad. Um, I'm hoping because I'm getting the game. You're reaching. No, I'm reaching for sure, but I'm I'm a, it's a hopeful reach that they're gonna do better. I just keep that hope going. You know, fingers I'm, crossed. I'm gonna be really mad if everybody who gets it likes it, because then I'm gonna end up getting it. I hope you do get it, because damn it, I don't want to <laughs> play it by myself. You know, uh, I want you to. Well, get the it. thing I, I do need game like I usually throw one or two games on my Christmas list, so I have none on there right now. There you go. That could be the one. I don't want it to be though. Well, I mean, what else are you gonna put on there? I don't know. Fucking. Uh, What's that? Dance, just dance. You gonna put <laughs> just that on dance there? Twenty fourteen. I might as well, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, put, it's one of the two. Put a few Steam cards on there. Wait, wasn't uh, dance the game that we made fun of and talked the most about in our fall games preview? Uh, maybe. I think it was. We did make fun of it. Yeah. For a solid couple. Well, five watch. Minutes. It'll be awesome. Remember, like we made fun of Far Cry Three. That's right. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. I don't know if we made fun of it as much as we didn't get it. I think we made. I, we I think at least Corey and I poked some fun at it. Okay. Yeah, because the trailer. You don't make fun of anything, really, Dan. But you're, you're a nice guy. Yeah. I Corey and I can be cocks. <laughs> no kidding. But any, any hooser. Where were we? Ahead, My last one is. Um, this is. This is something everybody should take into account when they're playing GTA Online. Uh, please turn off your mic when you're in the strip clubs. Um, there was a video on uh, Kotaku of a guy talking to the strippers. I don't know if any of you saw it. No. I didn't, but I want to. But boy, is it funny. It's pretty was good. He, was he rubbing one out? It sounded like it. You just heard a uh, little heavy petting. And he He's just... like, yeah, you got it, baby. <laughs> girl, girl, you remind me of Beyonce. Yeah, somebody said <laughs> Was he doing it on purpose? Uh, they said even if that's a troll move, it was hilarious. Yeah. And it was a guy just standing there, just laughing at the whole time, like like recording the video of the guy going, oh, yeah, baby, and stuff like that. Nice. It was so funny. That's funny. So, yeah, when you play GTA Online, have your mic off when you go into the strip clubs because nobody wants to hear that unless they want to be entertained. I don't know. I kind of want to hear it. <laughs> well, then give not, it a- Not for sexual reasons. For funny, funny, mm-hmm. you could be the person who does that. No, I traded it in. I can't do it. Oh yeah, that's right. You did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Trade it in today and don't miss it. No, the guy at game. I'll talk about it later when we get into my my presents that I brought. Okay, with mm-hmm. me, but we have a lot of presents. Here talk today. about my GameStop trip. Word. Well, what do you? What do you? How was your week? Oh, my week. Uh, the first thing I wanted to bring up was the haunted hair ride, Dan. You could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I can. We, we did at the uh, golf course. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, all the members' kids. We work on. Me and Dan work on a golf course currently, and uh, all the members' kids go up for a haunted hair ride there, and me and Dan worked it, which is it's kind of fun did to do. You dress that. up like scarily. Kinda. Yeah, kinda. I mean, I don't put a lot of effort in Halloween. Right. <laughs> I just threw a mask on and ran at the little kids. My friend had an axe and chased <laughs> at him. But it was kind of fun. Right. Well, they do the thing where they or they get freaked out and they scream, and then as they're going away, they're like, you're not scary. Oh, Try, trying to be brave for their yeah. friends. Well, one kid threw hay at one of my friends who had the axe, and he raised it up at the kid, and the kid goes, ah, sorry. 
to the to him, and that was kind of. Were funny. they in like a wagon? Yeah, he should have took a swing and stuck the axe in the side of the wagon. I it. I told him, but knowing him, he might have slipped, and it would have mm-hmm. gone wrong, horribly wrong. And that's or, not something you. Or want. right, whichever way you look at it. Probably horribly wrong. Yeah, we we were told at some point that we had to increase uh, or improve our acting chops <laughs> by 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 our dad, who was driving. Yeah. He, he must not have been impressed with, with some of our acting jobs. <laughs> no Heath Ledger, huh? No. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. People are seeing The Walking Dead these days. Yeah, that's what I, that was my point. I was like, you know what? These kids grew up watching The Walking Dead. There's nothing we can do that's The Walking Mirtha really. wasn't quite as intimidating. No. And, like, I was going – because I was supposed to be – I was manning the, the electric chair. So what I was doing is I was supposed to be, like, uh, like an executioner, and I was just kind of standing there. And I had, like, a mask on or whatever. Mm. And I would, you know, I would start the execution, the electrocution of the of the guy in the chair. And I, I would kind of just turn and, and stare creepily at the at the kids. Children. Yeah. And then, and then go back to electrocuting the, the guy. But apparently that that wasn't good enough. And they, they wanted a, a big scare, uh, which was hard for me because, I, you know, I'm blind without my glasses. Yeah. And when Same I had right. when I had the mask on, my glasses were getting fogged up and I couldn't see. Yeah. It was also it, it was also it was also pitch black. And um, like thirty. It was pitch black and thirty. And when I take my glasses off, obviously not only can I not see when it's daylight, but I especially can't see when it's dark. Right. So one of the times I was coming out of like the the pump house, and I almost fell down the stairs coming out of the pump house, and I almost tripped over a little irrigation box in the ground <laughs> as I was going to scare the scare the kids. What a debacle! Yeah. So. Yeah, it didn't uh, didn't quite go my way, but we did get complimented though a lot of times. Yeah, so I mean that's good. Yeah, some we, of it was scary. We try. That's all there, we can ask is there, try at yep. the golf course. Mm-hmm. Did anybody man my old post? What was Where it? Where were you? The uh, in the Arborvitaes by the clubhouse. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Mom was by the clubhouse. I, uh, was she a witch? She was. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I uh, I would I would shake the arborvitaes and make a blood curdling scream. At a boy, did they scream? I don't remember. It was a while ago. That mm. was what three years ago? Yeah, the first one was like three years ago. But, did you have a good turnout. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, of there was. It was a big wagon. It was filled up like four times. And then was... we got to go eat leftovers in the club. Yeah, Ooh, so that was food and that nice. prime rib. Nice. Oh, yeah, it was good. Nice. Uh, pumpkin cheesecake. Ooh. Delish. I needed some milk. Speaking, but of, it was speaking good. of pumpkin cheesecake, I made pumpkin chili yesterday. Really? Huh? Pumpkin? How was that? Uh, it's it was really good, and you couldn't even really taste the pumpkin. It was just like a good base for a good cheap, healthy base for it. Nice. I'd be yeah. interested. To that try sounds that. good. My big rant during October is the unnecessary amount of pumpkin flavored stuff. How dare you? Here comes you. Adam Carolla over ridiculous. here. How dare you? It's annoying. I like pumpkin things. I don't want to see pumpkin M&M's, pumpkin spice latte. I don't care. No, pumpkin spice latte is needed. Yeah. Pumpkin M&M's is not needed. So is pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer's needed. I yeah, I can't think of many pumpkin things that aren't needed. Pumpkin roll. Moving on. Will, Pump, Will's, Will's Grinch pumpkin attitude isn't needed. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't like Halloween to begin with. Yeah. Well, yeah, but pumpkins fall, not Halloween. It's, they're one and they're together. I, I I disagree. Agree to disagree. Go ahead, Will. Well, this isn't going to go anywhere. We're just no. going to go back and forth. Right. Anyway, I got the PS4 controller, which we'll get into all of that later when Eric goes. All on, of our goodies. Into our the goodies. And the last thing is I lost my wallet. Oh, um, dummy. I have honestly no idea where it is. 
It might be here somewhere on the floor. When I don't did know. this happen? Uh, Friday. Did you cancel your cards? Well, no. This is my... Oh. No, 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 no. Listen. It's, it's not... I've been checking my account to see if anything's being charged. Nothing's being charged. It's, I didn't leave it at school or anything. Well... Car. Well, I've been looking in the car. I don't know. It might be in my room. But my problem is... Nothing's being charged, but I can't find it. If I canceled it, I wouldn't get my new card until after the PS4 comes out, which means uh, I couldn't get the PS4. Yeah, that's right. Because then I wouldn't have any money. So you just got to buy it. pre-order on Amazon? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have any money? Go to the bank and no, take Corey, out money. No, I have it on my card. When they charge my card, when they ship it, I won't ha- that card will be canceled. So I can't get it. Hmm. Yeah, because it takes, it takes like, like two- three weeks for yeah. me to get a new card. Yeah. Okay, is this a bank card? Yes. For Visions Federal Credit Union? Correct. Go to Visions. Tell them you need to open up a separate account. There you go. There's ways around this. I like it. If nothing's been taken out, I would wait a little bit. Why bother, right? You you can also have the transaction taken right out of your checking account, like, like... like writing a check oh, okay. on Amazon. Oh, really? So if it does come to that, you could just enter like your your checking information on there. Like you put your bank your bank number and routing number. Yeah. Okay. Which so I'd rather do that. That's a lot easier. of vendors actually prefer that. Okay, I could do that. So it's options. Just look because you can. Because I had to. I I had to change how my transaction went through too. Because I I had a card that the that expired. So I had to put my new. New information on it, and you can't change your payment options okay. after you after you pre-order something because I had to do it. Okay. Well, yeah, so. I know you can change the options. I just didn't want to cancel the card and not have a card and then not be able to get it because then yeah, I have nothing. Right. Another option would be to go and uh, ask them to put you know take out however much money you need and ask them to put it on a gift card, uh, like a gift Visa card, and then you oh, just yeah. put that information in Amazon. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That'd be like an $800 gift card. First world problems. Right. Yeah, right? But, uh, yeah, that kind of sucks. I've been driving without a license and stuff like that. Well, that's... Who cares? Well, I mean, I had a cop in my one of my classes, and he said that if cops want to be jerks, they can fine you for that. Wait, what do you mean if they want to be jerks? Of course they want to be jerks. <laughs> that's well, why they become cops. Right. Tra- traffic control officers. Correct. Y- you mean the same people that... While my girlfriend is at school trying to better herself, go to her car. Who It's not even her car. It happens to be her mother's car that's not inspected. It's like a month or two overdue. And they give her a fucking ticket for it while it was in the parking lot. I don't th- I didn't think you could do that if it was on private property. I don't know. Uh, is that considered private property? I don't know. Was she at, at school? Yeah. She was parked in the parking lot at school. And they gave her a ticket for out-of-date suspe- uh, inspection. Seriously? Which, A, is bullshit. To begin with, B, a lot of states you don't even have to get an inspection. Um, so why the fuck should we have to do it here? Yeah. Oh, so they can take money. more of our money. Yeah. <laughs> what campus is this? Binghamton University. Yeah, I think they have they have state police there, right? They do. Yeah, that's probably why. It's well, also known as Cox. Yeah. Beside the point. Cox. Cox Wayne's. Yeah. That was almost my career. <laughs> Luckily, Corey, you chose better. <laughs> I still get letters. <laughs> Anything else, Will? No, that's it. Okay. Eric, why don't you go ahead? What, what do you are got we for doing us? for my week? Yeah, how's your week? Not bad. I don't really think I have much to touch on. Uh, I guess I'll touch on my, my weekly bills. They lost to the Saints like I thought they would. Uh, they they showed up about how I figured they might. 
Thad Lewis had a had a bad game. All Saints uh, having to play the Saints in in uh, uh, New Orleans, New Orleans is, is a tough. That's a tough draw. Yeah, Breeze get through five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tough game. I yeah. am, however, predicting a win over the Chiefs this weekend. Uh, Chiefs are due. They haven't played anybody. Yeah. The Bills play well at home. The defense is playing well. I think uh, you're going to see a couple turnovers for the Chiefs. I pick up the Bills defense in some fantasy leagues. Yeah, I, li- I like a Bills win this weekend. Should the D- Chiefs first loss. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, yeah. We're gonna, are we talking hockey later? Yeah, we'll okay. talk hockey later. Um, other than that, I got uh, traded in Grand Theft Auto today towards the PlayStation camera um, for the PlayStation 4 for streaming purposes. I thought it'd be more fun for Ryan to watch me get scared, oh. see my pretty face, yeah, instead of just hearing me screech, right? <laughs> um, as I play Outlast and what whatever other games, enemy or uh, was it something within Evil Within? That's the one that the Resident Evil guys are making. Oh, okay. Um, and I also picked up my copy of Killzone, so I've got those ready and waiting, sitting right here, sitting right here. This will open it later. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it for my week, really. Okay. All right, uh, I'll go next. The main thing I have to talk about is I tried out the NVIDIA Shadow Play feature, uh, which, of course, allows recording of gaming video from GeForce Experience software. I tested on Saints Row 4, and I put put the video up on our YouTube channel, uh, which you can watch. Uh, I Also, we're going to start doing more with our YouTube channel. Uh, Hopefully. I think we've been saying that for two years. No, we have, but it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit easier with all the sharing features that are gonna be on the new systems, and because um, I can easily no, well, there's workarounds for that. We'll talk about oh, it later. Good. Um, but we'll we'll be able to uh, you know, I can record video on my with with my video card now too. So hopefully we're gonna be doing more with our YouTube channel. But anyway, it's uh, the Shadow Play is available on all GTX 600 series and up video cards. Uh, in in the GeForce Experience window, it's in the upper right hand corner. It's the the Shadow Play. It's a Shadow Play like little box. Uh, clicking on it brings up the window with options. You can set manual or shadow recording. Which manual is when you choose when you want it to record, and then shadow is the one where it records the a, a time frame. And then you hit uh, F10 to to save whatever you know the past five minutes okay. or ten minutes of gameplay. Uh, you can set uh, change the quality, and then you can change the audio source, which right now is the game only. But I'm assuming at a later date you can also record voice on it. I'm hoping uh, that would be that would actually be really nice. Uh, yeah, to activate it manually, you hit Alt and F9, and it will record until you hit Alt, Alt and F9 again. Or, like I said, if you use the sh- the shadow feature, it, you hit Alt and F10, it'll save the last whatever time frame you want. Like, I have it set to five minutes now, so if I hit Alt and F10, it'll save from that point the previous five minutes worth of, worth of gaming. Uh, and I also haven't noticed a performance hit in it. So far, uh, I did it on Saints Row 4. For a little bit, I experimented with a little bit and didn't. I mean, it didn't seem to slow down my graphics at all. So, it's supposed to be really light uh, on their performance uh, aspect. So, so far, so good on that. Like I said, I'm gonna try and try and post some more videos of of stuff that I play. Um, I'm kind of a noob at that, so you know, there's that. But and this captures it to your hard drive. Yep, it'll okay. It puts it in your video folder on your gotcha. on your computer. So. What format is the file? Do you know? MP4. Okay. Saves Good. it to MP4. Yeah. 
so yeah, so far so far so good with that. If you have a GTX 600 series or up card, it should be available to you in the GeForce experience. Uh, it was in the latest patch that came out like two days ago, I think. So yeah, so so far so good on that. And the only other thing is the new Hardcore History is out. It's on World War One. I. I started oh. listening to it today. Can't wait to listen to it. I was wondering what it was on. I so saw there was excited. a new one, but I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder what it's on. That's great. Uh, it's a three-hour like first because it's it's going to be the part uh, another multi-part series, which I think are his best are, are his best works. Uh, and the first one's three hours. It's not usually like that. It's usually like an hour and a half. So well, in his common sense, he's been talking about how this one his new hardcore history has been taking a lot of time. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder what the topics on. Yeah. World War One. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is he pretty responsive to tweets? From people, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah, um, I'm, I, maybe I'll ask him if I can play his his podcast while I stream on Saturday. Oh, there you go. I don't see why not, as long as I have a little credit in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty he's pretty responsive to tweets. He he always retweets people saying like, uh, you know, can't wait for the next episode. Take your time with it, which I always say too. Mm-hmm. But because he he kind of frets about releasing them slowly, the hardcore history, but they're so good. The, that yeah. it's fine if he takes two or three months to release them. So yeah, as long as it's buck, good. Buck a show. Yeah, buck a show. That's right. When we when we become big, we should send him. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, something. donation. Buck Definitely. Yeah, he he's gotten me through quite a few hours of driving Life. around in circles on a tractor. I've thought about sending him a donation even now. Yeah. Just because I respect him. Yeah, because he does a fine job. Uh, and then Corey, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about the extra life. Thing right uh, now. Yeah, let's talk about it. We, okay. Did we talk about it last week at all? Briefly. Just briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned it. I don't know if we had everything squared away at the time. I think it was right after that episode that I signed us up and everything. Yeah. Uh, we do have a team. We're on the Extra Life, Extra Life website as Thumbstick Athletes. Uh, it's myself, Dan, and one of our Michael friends, Michael. friends of the show. Michael, uh, Minnesota, yeah. dedicated listener who has also raised some money already. Our our team goal was two hundred dollars going in. Uh, I think we're like what, like fifteen bucks short now. Yeah, yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. We're we're almost there already, which is great. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I made it a so, sort of modest goal, but I think uh, I've already chipped in. Dan, I, you've chipped in already, right? Not not yet, not no. yet. But I will. I'm chipping um, in tomorrow. I'm same here. Yeah, it's a, it's been mostly you know just some really close people. I did have uh, a, my roommate's mother chipped in twenty five bucks. God bless her heart. Um. And um. Should I? Do I? Should I join as a team member or just donate? You can just donate unless you want to try and raise us more money and, and tell people and get them to donate. That's up to you. I'm trying to think if I even know anybody that would. Yeah. I actually, um, today I, I did quite a bit of promotion. Um, I posted on the Saskatchewan subreddit saying, hey, we're, we're raising, we're fundraising for the Children's Hospital of Saskatchewan um, said a little bit about us and, you know, asked people to donate. And a few people said they would. I got a little discouraged because people were downvoting it. And I was like, yeah. how do you downvote something like that? I don't know. That's why I, that's why I only lurk on Reddit. I don't yeah. really post stuff because exactly. there's no reason for that. But it's really dicks. frustrating. And I think it comes down to, like, oh, this is a competing post. I'm going to downvote it so mine gets more publicity. Yeah, it's probably. Like, for something like that, like, how, can you really download, downvote that and feel good about yourself? No. That's well, that's why, I, like I said, I only lurk really on yeah, Reddit. So. Exactly. And I wasn't trying to, like, promote us at all. I didn't even mention the name of the podcast or anything. It was all focused on, you know, just raising money. And a lot of people, like, some people, I chatted with some people on the thread and everything. It was nice. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm hoping to get some randos donating. But like I said, we're close to our goal. I also set my individual goal to be 200 bucks because I didn't even know if anybody was going to join the team. Um, so that's going to be a little bit more difficult. But I'm hoping the actual event itself is on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Which, 25-hour gaming marathon. Sorry, Dan. You, no, that's fine. You are going to be actually streaming during the the event I will, itself. I will stream the entire 25 hours barring any internet incidents or anything like that. Um, you know, I'll have to take a pee break here and there and, and grab some food here and there. But other than that, I will be going the whole 25 hours. Uh, I'm happy to take suggestions for games to play. I'll, I'll know. I, I'll probably definitely play Skyrim. Um, I had a lot of success streaming the walking dead game the other day. So I'll probably put that one up too. If I don't have a beat, I'm going to, I'm actually going to be playing games tomorrow night too. Cause my girlfriend has to work. So I'm going to stream the walking dead tomorrow. I figure it's perfect for Halloween. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm gonna try and get a uh i gotta talk with the folks at the the homestead there and see if they can set me up with a skype feed of the door uh that trick-or-treaters would come to and knock on are they actually tricking tr- trick-or-treating tomorrow yeah yeah they are okay so i gotta you know check with them because i'd like to have that going too you know with the game feed yeah that's cool uh, but anyway yeah, back to Saturday. It's 25 hours, 8 a.m. Saturday morning to 8 a.m. Sunday morning, which works out to be 25 hours with the clock change. Um, and I I will be here the whole time. So, yeah. again, what, what are we playing, happy to, Corey? Happy to hang out. Yeah, Will and I have been talking. We're going to figure out what we're going to play throughout the day. Uh, should be fun, though. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It gives us an excuse to play games for a good cause. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so. And I, I will be doing mine next week, which I'll I'll give you the exact date. I'm, I'm going to have my mom take my son overnight. Uh, she'll come sometime in the morning, and then I'll do my streaming like throughout the day and into the next morning. Uh, I'm unable to do it this weekend uh, like, like I wanted to, but uh, I will do it next week, and I'll keep keep you posted on that. Probably earlier in the week, like Monday into Tuesday or Tuesday into Wednesday, if I had to guess, so. That might be a better time to do it, considering everybody will be doing it on that the Saturday. Right. Yeah, and we'll get sick of all the extra life posts. Right. Right. Yeah. That that that's part of it, and like I can't miss a full like four or five hour day at work either at this point. So yeah. that was part of it. Uh, I didn't want to miss work on Sunday. So, but yeah. I guess the 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 message here is, uh, you know, if you, even if you just got like two bucks to chip in, yeah. Goes goes a long way and it's for a good cause and you know might make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Uh, next year, what I'd like to do is plan it further ahead. It's yeah. Just kind of thrown together last minute. Yeah. If I can round up possibly a new PC next summer, yeah. I would definitely be interested. I mean, you could even play PlayStation. Like you'll be able to stream PlayStation. Yeah. That's As true. part of that. Yeah. Oh well, then I'll you can play anything. They say you can play like mobile games. You can play board games like it's really anything you want to play some people play yahtzee yeah i don't know if i could play yahtzee for 25 hours well you don't have to play the same thing either i guess yeah i was gonna say i'm I'm trying to think i i guess maybe destiny would be a possibility yeah oh yeah destiny uh i'm looking at probably crusader kings for a large portion of my 25 hour stream I think that's a good choice. A game like that, I could definitely play for 25 hours straight. I could probably play Civ for 25 hours straight, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know of any other types of game, like, you know, those strategy games you just lose yourself in. Mm-hmm. Now, is do we um, know if Michael is going to do the 25-hour marathon? Probably, I, I think don't so. know. He, is he, he doing football manager? Maybe. He put himself on as, as one of the team members. I wonder so. if he's playing football manager. I wouldn't mind watching a little bit of that. Yeah. Just to see the see what it's like. Yeah. The new it, one got really good ratings. Yeah. 
speaking of that, we should mention if you want to join our team and you know solicit some some donations from your friends and family, feel free. It's, yeah, you uh, just go to the link that's on our Facebook. It's on our Twitter. It's it's all over. Just sign up and, and join in the fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I've played like Crusader Kings for like ten hours without even thinking about it straight. So sure, uh, that's a, a game I could easily play for twenty five hours. I don't know that I would. I would maybe. It's not a fun game to watch <laughs> by any stretch no. of the imagination. So, and I was going back to The Walking Dead. I was impressed with how interactive and how many people I had watching me play. And I think that's like a really good one to to uh, to stream. Mm-hmm. Right, it's perfect to to watch somebody play. So yeah. so yeah, we've got that going on this weekend. So well, and I talked about Dead Island Riptide. Yeah, oh, okay. I'll probably do that. PC, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Corey, how was your week? It was good. Uh, I, I, yeah, there was a couple things I meant to mention last week that I didn't. I started watching a new anime. Um, they removed my sword art. Uh, uh, no, Sword Art is done for the first season. I'm not sure when the second season's coming out, but I really can't wait. And again, I recommend that. Sword Art Online, uh, it's a really good anime, especially for people that are into game games. Um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, they removed it from Netflix. And I had like six episodes to go. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's places to find it online. I'll probably just end up doing that. Um, but it just sucks because Netflix made it so convenient. Yeah, now it's a little more difficult. I know. First world problems. <laughs> they took my goddamn anime off the internet. Uh, so the other one I've been watching is new this summer. I think it started. It's Attack on Titan. It's uh, really well done. I, I, you know, I'm not a huge anime guy. I just like watching, you know, an anime here and there because I think I've mentioned it before. But I think they do sci-fi uh, stuff really interesting and, and fun. Um, but yeah, it's called Attack on Titan. It's about like humanity's last stand against these creatures called Titans, which are these giant things. Um, and they're they're all of humanity is settled into this one one little civilization um, s- surrounded by walls, and it's just essentially about their struggle to keep the Titans out and maintain humanity as a whole. Uh, it's it's really well done. The the melodrama gets to me a little bit sometimes. It bugs me. Uh, that's pretty typical of Japanese anime, but. Uh, you know, it's it comes with the comes with the goods, I guess, and it really makes me miss Cowboy Bebop because there was very little melodrama in that. Um, played it straight. All right, I've heard a lot of good things about that anime. Yeah, that uh, Kotaku. That's where I heard about it. They always cover it and say it's one of the anime you should be watching. And I forget who the who the who the anime guy is there, but he mm-hmm. always talks about it, and that's what got me into it. So credit Dr- to is him. Is it uh, Drew Mar Marguerite Mar Marjorie? I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and, and look at the author because Cause I know that. one of them lives in Japan and he covers all the Japanese stuff. And that's like what's on Kotaku in the early morning. Kotaku keep, East. Yeah. They keep yeah. you overnight. And in the early morning, they, they post sure. a lot of the stuff that's going on in Japan. Um, speaking of Cowboy Bebop, did you guys watch the Cowboy Bebop series? Just a little bit. Yeah. I've seen a little bit. Um, there's a new one they did called space dandy. <laughs> Space it kind of has a silly name, and if you watch the trailer, it looks kind of silly. But I have a feeling it'll be awesome. But uh-huh. that's coming to uh, uh, is a is it Cartoon Network that does um, Adult Swim? I'm not sure if it's Adult Swim. It's Funimation production. Okay. Um, but anyway, that's that's coming to the West if if you're into that. 
So the other thing I wanted to mention, I started reading one of the Elder Scrolls novels. This one's called Infernal City. It's the first one by Greg Keyes. I don't think there's any other Elder Scrolls novels. I think the, the two he wrote are the first two. Um, and I think they're the only two at this point. There's Infernal City, and I'm not, I can't think of the name of the, the second one. I think it's like City of something. And it takes place after Oblivion, I think 43 years after the Oblivion Crisis. And it's about this floating city called Umbriel. Um, there's sort of a mystery surrounding it, and, and you, 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 as you read, you learn more about what this island is and its inhabitants and stuff. And at first, I really didn't like the book at all. I thought it was really poorly written, um, both even grammatically and uh, subject-wise. You know, I was just not into it at all. But I'm about 210 pages in. Um, it's about a 300-page book, and now I'm really into it. So I think... It took this guy a little while to find his stride. It's got to be hard writing a novel based on a video game universe. Yeah. I agree with um, that. And I've been reading a lot of those recently. I read the Bioshock book. I read the, uh, what was the other one I read? Guild Wars. Yeah, the Guild Wars book. Um, that's got to be a difficult task. Just because, you know, as as a author, you kind of want to put your, you know, be an auteur and put your mark on it. But at the same time, you kind of have to live in this world that's pre-established. Mm-hmm. That could probably be frustrating, but um, yeah, it's good. I recommend it if you, especially if you're into Elder Scrolls lore. It's good stuff. Okay. The other one, uh, I talked about it already, but I streamed myself playing The Walking Dead the other day, and it was very popular, and I was really excited for myself, and I just wanted to share, share that on this podcast. How many people did you have? At the most, eight. But Ooh. that uh, eight, the number eight, not eight thousand, not eight hundred. No, eight thousand. Um, eight uh but it was it was fun and i really appreciate everybody that was in there and like something crazy would happen and uh i'm gonna talk about it the game itself and in in what we played a little bit more but like something crazy would happen and everybody would be like oh shit oh shit uh, i don't know it was a lot of fun nice i guess like i get why you know people have found very successful career streaming themselves playing games yeah okay speaking of which I watched, as part of the Extra Life thing, I watched a group, I'm not going to name any names, but it was four of them playing Dungeons & Dragons uh, all on separate webcams in separate locations playing together on the stream. I've seen that done in a, a few different places. I saw a decent one on YouTube, and they have all these HD webcams like on the battle map and stuff. And it's like, wow, that's impressive. And you know what? They had over a 1,000 viewers, and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. This is the worst. <laughs> Did you want to join in? No. I was like, who would want to watch this? This is awful. Yeah. Jeez. And I think what it comes down to, no offense to them, but, like, none of the people playing were very likable. Okay. Just, just you know, there was a guy that think, thought he knew everything and role-played really hard. Um, and well, then there was, like, guy that was probably too old to be there. <laughs> Those are your you standard know. standard role playing yeah, characters. This sounds like the standard crew to me, Corey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it was painful to watch, but uh, over a thousand viewers while I was watching it. So I think if you went to our local Fat Cat Books and saw the people playing in there, that's the people it would be. Yeah, or Broom Community College. Well, Dan, yesterday when you brought your son in for the Halloween parade, did you see the one kid with the sword and the elf ears and yeah. the cape? Yeah, that's his LARPing uniform. No, I thought it was like a World of Warcraft character or something. Oh, that's how he LARPs. Oh, boy. He wears that for LARPing, and he also wears that when he plays like Dungeons & Dragons. 
I don't know if I'd want to be in something like that playing Dungeons and Dragons. And when he wants to get frisky. <laughs> Picks up all the chicks in that outfit. He has a lady friend, and uh, I, I'll leave it alone. Let's okay. go. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anything else, Corey? No, nah, that's it. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 119 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played this week. Uh, I'll go first because I did not play a lot of things. Uh, I played some more Pokemon. Yeah. I had a busy week, so I didn't get a chance to play play a lot of video games. We're, we're getting ready for the baby, so uh, a lot of cleaning out stuff and bringing up stuff from the basement and blah, blah, blah. So I didn't get, get a lot of time to play video games, but uh, me and Will played some Pokemon. We, we did a match online. Um, which wasn't easy to do. We had, or no, it was the trade that we were trying to figure out. We were, we were, we were trying to figure out how to get on each other's friends list, which is never easy for Nintendo. They really need to improve that because it's it's hard. How have they not already gotten that squared away? I don't know. It's, it's not easy. And I remember we had the same trouble when we, when me and Will try to be friends on the Wii U. Yeah, It's like, it's a whole involved process. That's, that's not an easy thing to do. At this point in the console life they should have that ironed out they really should Beyond especially with ironed out. especially with the popularity of the 3ds and making friends on it they should have that be like a snap like you know yeah it's it's ridiculous but having to enter a friend code is ridiculous yeah just leave it at that i don't even know how we ended up doing it we, we did it locally yeah we, we didn't do it over the internet we did it over my wireless so it was local and uh, which makes it a little bit easier but still yeah. not easy but then the internet didn't work when we tried to battle that's right we had a tro- you had to restart your your ds didn't yeah you? i eventually DS. had to go home to battle you <laughs> that's right okay because we got our trade to work yeah um and then we couldn't we couldn't connect to to battle so yeah we we ended up doing that later like at home uh so the, the way it worked is i guess i set up the rules and then invited you to the battle I just went with standard rules. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know what that meant, but I know that couldn't we, use items. The only thing I noticed. Okay, is there a type of battle where you can use items? I thought that would be standard battle. Yeah, it was just all the standard options, whatever that was. But I guess you'd have to enable that, which yeah. I didn't mind not being able to use items. So okay, but I didn't know. I don't know that I had any items that would have helped me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to not keep as many potions as I should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or revives and my Pokemon die and I have to go back to the city and revive them. Yeah, I didn't really carry that many stuff until the end when, like, when it gets a little more difficult. A little, little more difficult, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I, I had standard options. We were a little bit worried about our Pokemon's levels because we were, we were kind of different. Will's Pokemon were a little higher level than mine. Uh, but it just defaulted everybody to level 50. Yeah, because oh, the, nice. the team that I used was the team that was all level 36, yeah. which I knew that that's where you were yep. on. So... I was in mid to high 30s, and then I had one like in the high 20s. Yeah, so. and I didn't realize they defaulted it up to 50. Yeah, so I didn't either. So, uh, I mean, it was just a standard. It was a Pokemon battle, mm-hmm. right? I mean. Who'd you use? I want to hear teams. Oh, jeez. I want rosters, boys. Okay. I, I had a, I had a Lucario. Well, Dan and I had a lot of the similar Pokemon. Yeah. Any that I've heard of? Blastoise. I okay. didn't have my Blast. Did I have my Blastoise? You did. Okay. I know Blastoise. I had a Blastoise. Uh, Lucario. I had... 
Oddish. Damn it. Axu, yep, which Axu. is like a, dra- a dragon Pokemon. Uh, Will had a Lapras, mm-hmm. which is the big, almost whale-looking one. It looks like a, a Plesiosaur. Did you have a fairy Pokemon to counter the dragon? I did not have a fairy. Yeah. But my dragon got taken out really fast. I don't remember what happened to it, but I know Will kicked his ass pretty quick. Did he? I might have gotten one good hit in. Wait, what, wait, what was this again? My Axu. You took him oh, out quick. Oh, what happened was is you... The first Pokemon I had out was a Pokemon that just evolved, so I didn't have any moves with it yet, but it was my Umbreon, and Umbreon's a very defensive Pokemon, so what I did is I charmed your Axu, okay, so that's it a, did that, no damage. That's an le- electricity Pokemon, right? It's a dark Pokemon. Oh. Yeah, okay. electricity is Jolteon. Oh, okay, yeah. See, we kept switching out, so it's a little hard to follow how this battle went <laughs> yeah, because did. because we had to we had to keep switching to get the best best. Effective so it didn't it, it didn't really go like in chronological it did, order. It, didn't it was flow. No, it didn't flow at all. Uh, and I also had a timer. Sixty minutes was the timer. We didn't hit that obviously, but we probably took fifteen minutes. Yeah, so it was think, around fifteen. Yeah, for six on six. Good match of magic cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably fifteen minutes for. Six six on six Pokemon battle, mm-hmm. and uh, Dan came out victorious. I did end up by one Pokemon. I ended up victorious at the end. The you're wily like, old veteran. I think your Blaziken is the one that won it for you. Am I right? Yeah, that was that was my by far my best Pokemon, mm-hmm. and it still is. So I don't know why. Well, Blaziken's pretty powerful. Yeah, uh, the the. This, this, just the spells that I had with it were all pre- pretty pretty damage doing. And I, I, I focus on damage. Like, I didn't really have anything that lowered stats or anything like that. Like, all my Pokemon are geared towards doing damage. So, yeah. um, you know, obviously, uh, Will had an advantage in knowing what Pokemon did what to what. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, <laughs> I, I had no idea. Well, you uh, did a really good job switching it up. Yeah. And so. when you when you switch your Pokemon, you kind of run the risk of you know getting hit really hard once you switch because a lot of times your Pokemon's not fast enough to be able to attack once you switch it out. You know you you get hit first, so you, you kind of got to be careful with that, uh, especially if it's if the Pokemon that you're fighting against has a move that's good against what your Pokemon is. Uh, you know that that can kill you in one hit. You know, mm-hmm. so you really got to be careful. Uh, that's one of the things I do notice about this game is I do think the Pokemon have a lot more moves. Than they than they seem to have in the past. A lot of a lot of uh, opportunity to learn different moves. Yes. Yeah, exactly, and different uh, types of moves that you know. While you know, like you might have an electricity Pokemon that that doesn't do a lot of damage against ground, but you'll have that one level that does decent damage against ground. Or one one move that does decent damage against ground, so yeah. you can be effective still, even though you're a ground Pokemon going against a. a or an electricity Pokemon going against a ground ground. one. Yeah, my big blunder against you was when I sent out my uh, Lapras, you had your Lucario out, and it Mega Evolved. So I thought that was your best Pokemon at the time. So I was like, all right, so I did the move where I did like a Siren Song with Lapras, and it made it so... You have three turns before that Pokemon like faints and yeah. dies. Yeah. So I was like, all right, so I'll take out his Mega Evolution and I'll just withstand the three hits that Daniel send at me. Didn't realize your Blaziken was your most powerful Pokemon. If I had saved my Lapras, I would have used it on your Blaziken. Right, right. But, <laughs> but rookie uh, move. Yeah, I blundered. Yeah, it was fine. We'll we'll do we'll do some more battles. Thought, Will, Will didn't have his A team either, so. I, I kind of got that going for me a little bit because I, I, I pretty much had my A team. I might have had one Pokemon that wasn't on my A team. Mm-hmm. So, but, how uh, come you guys aren't using Pikachu more? I don't really. I, I, I evolved my Pikachu to a Raichu. Yeah, Pikachu's the only Pokemon that has a voice in the game. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it goes Pika Pika. Yeah. And then, yeah. I it, thought about bringing my DS, by the way, to battle, like, here, but I forgot oh, I forgot it. Yeah. I, I think my my elect- electricity Pokemon just seem to get pounded so easily. Because mm-hmm. I always keep one to, to paralyze other Pokemon to mm-hmm. make the capturing easier. Okay. Um, but they, they just seem to get their asses kicked. And I don't know if it's because I haven't come across really any good ones. There's one, the one that I used against you, Ampharos. You know, I was using, like, Thunder Punch That's on the you. one I thought you were talking about, Ampharos, not the Umbreon or whatever. Yeah, Ampharos was the, that's the Pokemon that I said looks like the that has the white like flowy yeah. hair that I said looks like a uh, I can't remember what I said it looked like. I know what you mean. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, that's the one that uh, I was using again. That uh, was the only good electric Pokemon that I've ever really come across. Yeah, really. the, I don't. They're they're kind of weak. They well, they're supposed to be fast, and if they're not fast, if you don't. See, Pokemon's if you, don't, so if you weird. don't raise them right. If you don't raise them right to be fast. Like, Jolteon, when it's fast, will do attack first and will always take out, like, a water Pokemon. Because, like, you're Blastoise because you Skull, ba- skull Bash and take out any electric Pokemon like that. Yeah. So yeah. you just have to withstand one hit, mm-hmm. and then you you're, you win with mm-hmm. that. So Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be doing more battling in the future. I'm trying to get through Pokemon. I didn't... Uh, I might maybe only played like three or four hours this week, uh, but as as you know, I'm still kind of kind of capturing things. Uh, one of the things I did want to talk about on Pokemon is is the small touches are nice. Um, the, one of the things I really like is the Pokeball that you use to capture the the Pokemon. Uh, is the Pokeball it stays in for the entirety of the game? Yeah. So. There's a lot of different types of Pokeballs, so um, it's kind of cool to see, oh, yeah, okay, I used a Luxury Ball to capture that Pokemon, or I used a, a Net Ball to capture that one. It's, so what it's is it, neat. just better chance to Yeah, catch? Like, well, a, like a Net Ball will help capture uh, Aqua Pokemon. Oh. A Luxury Ball is one that's supposed to be like uh, really nice on the inside, so it, it... Raises happiness. Yeah, raises happiness. Which, if you catch an Eevee in that, that's how you get Umbreon and Espeon easier. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I'll I, I have an Umbreon. You can't transfer once they're in it? No, that's no. the Pokeball they're in. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't, I don't think, make a huge difference, right? Or does a heal ball, if you capture one with a heal ball, does it keep your Pokemon healed? I don't know. I never really tried that. Because I, I have one. I haven't used it yet. I generally just use the Ultra Ball. Look. Yeah, I, I use the Ultra Ball, too, because it obviously gives you the best, best capture chance. rate. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a neat little touch that, I mean, I haven't played since the first Pokemon game, so uh, I, that wasn't any of the other ones, was it? Or at least not as prevalent. Not that I've even noticed, really. Okay. I don't know. Um, so, uh, Will, if you want to go ahead and talk about your Pokemon experience well, the, while we're on it. The first thing I played uh, is I played Pokemon Black, White, uh, Pokemon White, and I actually played and beat that. I was on the Elite Four ah. when I uh, left off, so I played and beat it. That Pokemon game is a lot harder to come back to from X. It looks oh, so it's different. Da- it's a downgrade. And it's just, it, look, it doesn't look very good. Okay. And it's a little bit harder to play. I got spoiled playing X. Doesn't hold up. So my majority of the weekend I spent was playing Pokemon X, and I also played and beat Pokemon X. Hey, well done. So I have two games to, that I have beaten this week. Pokemon Black and Pokemon X? White, Pokemon White. Pokemon White. Um, Boy. So, I, I, both those, Pokemon White was like 22 hours, and Pokemon X was 26 hours. Um, I thought Pokemon X was by far the better game between the two. Nothing against uh, White. Um, the only downfall to X is the post-game content. Um, from what I saw, there wasn't a real lot of it. After you beat the game, pretty much what you do is you catch 
Pokemon and try to find the Mega Stones to do the Mega Evolutions. Um, and after that, I don't know what else you really can do that I would be interested in because there used to be a lot of areas that would open up in the like the old Pokemon games and there'd be new battles and stuff like that because that's how you level up Pokemon is mm-hmm. battles because it's extremely hard to go out into the wild and grind out levels. It takes way too long. Yeah. So that's, that's a good way to be able to... Um, gain levels quickly but there's none of that in x mm-hmm. and that's a little frustrating because that deters me from wanting to try and catch more pokemon and evolve them um that's really the only flaw one thing i did love is that experience share that was in x did you notice that how yes. handy it is yeah all your pokemon get a, a, some experience but like it's still a lot to level up pokemon pretty frequently like they level up really quickly um, I beat the game and my team was all level seventy. Oh wow! I had um, uh, Adele Fox, mm-hmm. uh, Chestnut, who was the the Chestpin final evolution, and Adele Fox was the Fennekin, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Greninja, which was the Faroki final oh, evolution, okay. yep. and then I had a, a Meow Stick, which I'm pretty sure you went against. Your rival has one. It's a psychic yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, I have that. Uh, a Pangora, which is a dark fighting Pokemon. It's like a big black and white. Mean looking bear. Okay. And then you know I mean. uh, a draggle, a draggle gay. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it was the scrub uh, final evolution. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Does that have three evolutions or two, two evolutions? It evolves at 48. Okay. Um, and I got a level like 19, and basically I just went through the game uh, doing the gym leader battles and eventually caught up within an hour or two. Yeah. Um, to like level 50 it caught up right up to everybody and it was you know in the elite 4 I think everybody in the elite 4 had Pokemon from level 60 to 65 or 6 which in white the highest uh, elite 4 Pokemon was like 48 Okay. so that just shows that there's a lot of yeah a lot of um, a lot more content in X like along the game it's a longer game I also thought the game's kind of dark I don't know if you've done any of the team flare stuff a little bit and it's kind of it's kind of dark yeah which for a Pokemon game, I mean, it's darker for a Pokemon game. Right, right. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was neat. Um, I caught the legendary Pokemon without having to use a Master Ball too, which oh, nice. was pretty handy. But uh, overall, I loved Pokemon X. Um, the post game content, which is I, uh, is my only complaint really, and sometimes the camera stuff and like the movement was kind of weird because mm-hmm. like I wouldn't only want to move one space over, but since you're on like rollerblades or whatever, yeah, you, move you like faster. you move wicked like wicked fast and you like bounce around. I'm like, no, I just want to take a step so yeah. I can like go through this narrow doorway. Well, you can use the the D pad to walk wow. around. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I would That'll only... take off your rollerblades too. I didn't know that. See, yeah. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's my fault then. Right. But um. I love Pokemon X. I thought it was great. Uh-huh. Um, I do want to still get some Pokemon. I want to get the Fairy Eevee Pokemon. Looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, evolve some other Pokemon. I have to trade you the uh, Charmander. The Wonder trade is unbelievable, by the way. Mm-hmm. I was doing. I just was like catching random like level five Pokemon and just sending them out on the Wonder trade, and I'd get like Eevees back that were level one that people had bred. Um, I had I got like a, another Squirtle, two Charmanders. Like I got. Did you get any Bulbasaur's? I have not yet. I've been trying to get one. Okay. I got another Faroki and another Chestpin. Um, huh. Oh, I got a Haunter, and when I got a Haunter, you know, it was, that was they, yeah. it evolved. Yeah. And I was like, that's so cool. So I have I have a, a what's it? oh a Gengar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just got a t- oh uh, uh, Livatar, which was in the second generation, which is only in Y. 
So I was like, all right, oh, it's like I don't have yeah. to ask Dan to try and catch that yeah. now because I got it. So the Wonder Trade, I think, is it's great. Um, it just trades with any random person, and you both put up a random Pokemon. So, like, if you wanted to put up your best Pokemon, you could end up getting, like, a level 5 Pokemon, yeah. and it would ruin you. Yeah. But uh, pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. I love the Wonder Trade. It's like gambling, and it's addictive, and it's bad for me. Right. But I still do it. Uh-huh. Okay. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Glad, glad I played it. Yeah, it's a good game. I uh, I didn't play any more Lone Survivor. The controls are kind of a pain. I'll get back to it eventually. But I did start playing Dead Space. Uh, I played it a little bit today, only for about 45 minutes. So far, I really like it. I don't have a lot to say about it yet because I only played for about 45 minutes. I'm still kind of getting used to the controls. Uh, it hasn't been particular, particularly scary yet, but uh, that's why I actually started playing it. I'm, I'm intrigued in the story so far. So. Dead Space 1? Yeah, Dead Space 1. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so far, so good, but like I said, I really can't talk about it. I've only played it for 45 That's minutes. That's the one that starts where you are part of the expedition to determine what happened to the mining crew? Yes. Okay. Yep. I also have Dead Space 2, which I may get to right after this one, but we'll, I can't we'll see how it I goes. I played 2. I know I played 1. Yeah. You didn't beat it, right? No. No, I gave up on it. I got to the point where there was a really hard guy I couldn't pass. And I realized I wasn't enjoying it as much as would warrant me trying to figure out how to defeat this boss. So I just stopped. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I played. Will, did you play anything else? No, that was it. Okay. Eric, what'd you play? Just Batman. All right. Corey. Yeah, not much for me either, boys. It's a slow week, eh? Yeah, it was very slow. <laughs> uh, I did play and beat Metro last night. Hey. Finally. Thank what, you. What'd you think? Uh, make sure you put it on the list. I am right now. Don't add it. <laughs> I'm not. Be, I'm not even playing mobile games anymore because you guys won't stop giving me shit. So well, you can uh, still when you play. Say, when you say you guys, I think that's mostly Will. Yeah, I'm just playing AAA games now. Um, Good. I just read read on the subway now. So. Man up. That's fine. Do books count? Are we adding books to this list? No, but we're counting hours played total. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, are we? I think I'm still probably pretty pretty well in the clear. No, I would be winning that one. Crusader Kings. Um, yep, Crusader Kings. <laughs> exactly. I didn't really care for Metro Last Light. Really? The second half of the game. I really liked it up until, granted, uh, I played up until Venice, and then I stopped for, when did that game come out? May? March? May. Yeah, so I Early. stopped for four months and then picked it up again. Um, didn't really care for it after I picked it up. I uh, didn't find myself getting into the story at all. And once you once you get past that first half of the game, it sort of moves away from the atmospheric subway, you know, neat kind of uh, lifestyle situations you find the people in down there. Uh, it kind of moves away from that and gets a little bit more surface, literally surface. Yeah. You know, you go up to the surface and some crazier stuff happens. Uh, a little more sci-fi after that. And I just, I don't know, I, I just wasn't into it at all. Um, I did get the lesser of the two endings. I guess there's there's a good ending, quote-unquote good ending and bad ending. Uh, I didn't get the good ending, uh, but I did go back and watch it. Do you guys remember what you got? I didn't get the good ending either. Yeah, I didn't either. But I think I, I, think I also ended up watching it. And I'll return to Metro and, and get the good one eventually. Yeah, I imagine they'll do a, a third one. Oh yeah, trilogy, and I hope Definitely. they do because there's a there's a, a whole lot to like about that game, uh, that series, I should say. 
And uh, just just for me, kind of dragged on towards the end. But part of that might be because of the way I played it. Yeah. So I won't give him too hard a time on that. Uh-huh. Uh, I played, as I mentioned a few times, The Walking Dead, the game. Uh, episode two is fantastic. Yeah. That's, I, I liked episode one. Uh, and that was the only one I played. And I went back and played the other night. Um you know, just looking for, for, for a game to play through and beat, and I figured Walking Dead would be a good one, considering it was a lot of a uh, lot of publications game of the year last year. So I went back and started episode two. I didn't quite finish it. I think I'm really close. Uh, I had to stop, because my girlfriend came home from work. Um, so I had to stop in the middle of my stream and everything, and just shut it off. Uh, How far did you get it, in it? Freaking crazy. I got to right after uh, you're sitting down to have dinner. Oh, and uh, the the dude uh, falls don't, down the don't stairs. Don't ruin anything for me because I'm not still gonna play it. it. The dude falls down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty close to the end of that episode, right? Yeah. You. You're not even. I bet what happens with the dinner is pretty crazy, but some more crazy stuff happens in that episode. I believe it. It's. I believe it. It's pretty wild. That one is like. It's hard to explain because, like, episode one, three, four, and 5, like, follow the storyline. And 2 is kind of like this side stuff with all the characters. Like, But it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And the, the whole time, like, you you meet these this group and you're like, I feel like something's off. They're, I just... Yeah. Something's off. And it just... It was it kept me so intrigued the entire time. And then, of course, at the end, it, it sort of comes to fruition. But, uh... It, that that game it does so much right and and the graphics aren't fantastic i don't know it's like a weird kind of cell shaded thing but it's yeah. enough to to get the message across and and build that suspense and you know some of it's pretty gory and nasty and uh when that one dude um uh, i'm kind of trying to figure out how to say this without spoiling anything yeah don't the the, the one mother's uh father has his incident Wow. And the other guy does something, and you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was It was crazy. And that's what everybody in the chat that when I was playing was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. In that game, I, I'm going to say this, I feel like is ten times better than the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would agree with As, that. Especially recently. I, I like the show. Um, I would also agree that the show isn't great, but it's, you know, in terms of you zombies. Liked, you haven't liked the show this year? I really haven't been into it too much. I've just huh. sort of been pissed off by everything. And that's kind of how I was last season, too. Okay. It's it's just kind of slow. I don't know. Not enough happens for me to keep me interested. Yeah, I can see um, that. Yeah, and it's it's like a show that doesn't pitch itself on story. It's like, oh, we're all about build, building characters and stuff like that. But you look at all these characters that they have in the show, and it's like, well, what what is their story? They, they don't really have one. You know, there's I can't even latch on to any of the characters, really. I've never been able to get into that show. I've tried a few times. I watched yeah, the first season. That was it. I, I could I could totally understand why. Um, but seriously, the game is so much better. And I was like, I adore this. It's fantastic. See, I'm glad uh, somebody else really liked it. Because I was the only one that played it. And I sang its praises. And Eric gave me crap for it. Well, I'm going to re- retry it. Good. I got it for the Vita. Maybe I'll play it tonight. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely one. I mean, it's, it's fairly quick. The episodes are, what, like three hours each, maybe? Yeah, around that. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to play it tomorrow's Halloween. Uh, I'm going to come home from work. Don't have, you know, anything to do other than sit and play The Walking Dead. So I'm going to boot up the stream again and get back into it and, and see what happens. I don't know if I'll be able to get through all 
um, what is there, five episodes? Yeah, there's five. Probably not tomorrow night. Maybe I'll get through two and three tomorrow night and then finish up on Saturday. But Yeah, that'd be perfect. Because I want to know what your thoughts on the game. Yeah, like, I really enjoy it, and I'm looking forward to season two. And uh, we've talked about it. You know, does the game really give you that much choice, or is it the illusion of choice? And to me, I'm, I kind of fall on the camp that it doesn't really matter. No. Um, yeah. as, long, as long as I, as, yeah, as long as I feel like I'm having an influence on what's going on, um, that's enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, the last one gives you quite a bit of. I mean, it's so hard to talk about it without spoiling, yeah. it, but I think it gives you a lot of choice with uh, on who helps you with what at the end. Yeah. Which you'll see in a few days when you get to that point, but... Yeah, and I mean, it it does, it does like... It just... It's so good at telling a story. It builds, like, mystery, and there's suspense, and there's twists, and, you know, every character is fleshed out, and, and you're, you're fascinated in everyone's story. Um, it gives you some really tough decisions, like... I was given food, and there was only enough food for three people, but I had, like, or four people, but I had nine people in my camp, and I had to decide who to give the food to. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I like it's, stuff like that. Yeah. it's It was a lot of fun. I really had a great experience. W- Will, would you rate episode two the best episode of the five? Hmm. That's tough. It's definitely maybe the... Cr- mm. Actually, I don't even know if I want to say that, because... Episode three, some crazy stuff happens. Eh. Yeah, I would say it might be the best, but the other ones I would say aren't any aren't you know aren't, no aren't, slouch. Yeah, they're no slouch. Um, episode three, there was one moment when something happened that I actually stopped playing for a couple hours because I was like, "You've got to be kidding me." Yeah, that's funny. Which for a game for that to happen with me, like usually I'm I ha- like that may happen, but like I'll just play through it and I'll be like thinking about that. But I actually had to stop because I was like, I can't believe yeah. that happened. That's that's cool. And, and you know what's exciting about it to me is it's like after playing this, it's like all right, I'm on board for anything else they make. I, like I just sign me up. I'm there. Well, they came out with the Wolf Among Us, right? That's right. Their and next yeah, game. and I, I like I'm ready to play that now. That got good reviews. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with it, but uh, I'm definitely very excited about it. the lat. Do you have anything else to say about that, Will? I was just gonna ask you who's with you right now. Is it? Well, okay. So I played. Um, I played the first episode. I can't remember what I played it on, but it was a long time when it first came out. Yeah. And I didn't touch them after that because I didn't have any money. Um, so I don't. I don't know if I. I, I, I didn't have my desktop at the time. Maybe the saves on my laptop. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had to start from episode two because I bought it when it was on sale a few weeks ago yeah. on Steam on my desktop. And so I started. I just started at episode two and took the default decisions from episode one. Okay. Because uh, I had beaten it, but I didn't remember what any of my choices were or anything. I wish you could. I wish you could choose, rechoose your choices. You know what I mean? That would and be start a- from that. Yeah, that would be awesome, right? Yeah, that would be cool. Because I think if I saw them, I'd know what I picked. But I, I really couldn't remember. Um, but it was, uh, I guess it's not really a spoiler because it's the stand, it's the default, right? Yeah. Kenny. Kenny, yeah. Uh, what's her lips and her mom? Uh, Katya and Duck. Mm, Duck is there. Katya is there. Carly. Uh, Carly's there. And, and, and the other woman and her dad. Oh, uh, the racist and the the mean lady or the mean woman. 
Yeah, the is that the father and his daughter? Yeah, the father he knows what's up with you. The backstory oh, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, yep. With Lee. He knows what happened with Lee before everything went went down. He knows my my record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, her uh or his daughter Mark, yeah. right? And Ben? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, Ben Ben, is he the marching band? Yeah, he's the really quiet guy. Yeah. Doesn't say much. Yeah. And we, we this is one we should all play and have a spoiler episode about just to compare stories. That would be That's awesome. That's not a bad idea. That's a good idea. That's what yeah, that'd be awesome. But I don't know. And, and when I went to the little camp there with the tent and I found the hat. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, with um um when you were out with what's his face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's such a great game. I want to play through it again so I remember. Oh yeah. But anyway, uh I'll move on. The only other thing I played was a whole lot more Skyrim. I'm just plugging away. How many hours not do you have? Re- not much to report on that. Uh thirty something. Okay. That's a fair amount. If not forty at this point. Um uh, I'm level twenty one, twenty two, somewhere in there. Nice. Um, we'll see where that goes. I'm. I think I'm going to go with the storm cloaks this go around. I haven't chosen a faction yet. Um, because I think I, I did it the the empire last time. I don't know. We'll see. I was reading. I I, I got kind of frustrated because I thought I was doing the is it Hearthfire is the DLC. That's the um, house building. The build a house one. Yeah, I thought I was doing that. And I went through all the quests in Solitude, and I thought I needed to purchase the house in Solitude to do the Hearthfire stuff. But it turns out that was just part of the original game, and I spent 250,000 gold mm. buying <laughs> buying the house. I waited so long to get my... And I, uh. I, I put so much effort into Speechcraft and stuff to make my buying and selling uh, favorable to me, just so I could get enough money to buy this house. I bought the house, and then I realized, oh shit, that's not part of the Hearthfire stuff. Dang. Yeah. So I had to go back to, I think it's Falkreath, uh, do some quests there, and then buy a plot of land. Um, I did the quest, but I'm waiting for the courier to come and tell me I can buy the plot of land there. Uh, and then I can do the Hearthfire stuff. Nice. So, that's about it for uh, me. All right. Do we want to get right into feedback, or do we want to take a quick break? Quick break. Uh, quick break, yeah. I think I'll, I'll, I'll tinkle during the break, so. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be back with uh, feedback and roundtable right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 119 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback and roundtable segments. Uh, We'll get started with feedback. Do we want to play our our voicemail first? Yeah, Yeah. go ahead. Okay. Uh, This is from Tito in L.A., so here we go. Hey guys, this is Tito from LA. Um, Eric, regarding my controller and why I broke it, I can't really remember exactly what happened, but um, I'm having a blast with the game, don't get me wrong, and I love Game Face, it's really awesome. It's just crazy seeing myself in a video game. But uh, right now I'm on my second loan spell from FC Barcelona, and I'm in the Italian League. And um, I don't really like my team... 
Uh, they weren't passing me the ball when I was open or when I would ask for it. Also, the, the goalies became super goalies, and I was having a hard time scoring. And also the mini games before game loads, um, I found a couple of them nearly impossible. So all those, if you combine all that, I started getting frustrated, and I just tend to throw my controller. It's not the smartest thing. But um, I actually, uh, actually, after I threw it, I picked it back up. It wasn't broken yet. And then as I was playing, just a minute later, I something else snapped in me that got me angry, and I actually broke it with my bare hands. I just snapped my controller <laughs> in half. Nice. So that's what happened. Moving on from that, uh, I just want to let you guys know that I beat the Walking Dead 400 Days DLC. It was fantastic. Uh, I loved it. I recommend it. Or Well, I didn't love it, but it was really great. Um, another great episode for that series. Um, the only thing negative I would say is sometimes it feels like you made the best decisions you could and I was trying to play, I guess the best equivalent is as a paragon from Mass Effect, just trying to do what was the right decision. Yet, by the end of it, I guess that didn't match what Telltale Games think is good or the best decisions for a paragon. And I was kind of annoyed by that because I was hoping, I don't want to give too much away, but one character would still be with me by the end of the game. Um, but I definitely recommend it. It's great. Third thing is after uh, during my break, I went back home and I visited SlickDeals.net, a website I frequently visit. And at the very top, there was a deal for an NVIDIA GTX 780 super clocked graphics card from EVGA being sold by Amazon. It was uh, that's a $600. $700 card. It's one of the best cards you can get right now, and it was on sale for $360. What? And it was obviously a price mistake, but what's great about Amazon is sometimes they'll honor a price mistake, so I bid on the deal. Even though I probably don't need a graphics card, I'm happy with my 570, but I went ahead and grabbed it, and they say it'll probably ship one to two months from now, so I'm just waiting to see if they actually do honor it. And that got me thinking. I was just wondering what you guys have for your computer builds. And if you like it, um, what you have installed, if you custom built it or just bought it. Um, concerning Game of the Year candidates, I, I'm going to go with Eric on this. For Tomb Raider, definitely being an underrated game. I highly recommend it. It was amazing. But right now, my top number one is easily The Last of Us. And I really hope that Dan and Corey get their hands on the game and play it. Though I'm kind of in the boat now that Corey will probably not like it. But um, I think he'll appreciate the story. But as far as the gameplay, he's probably not going to be a huge fan of the style of game Naughty Dogs like to make. Since he didn't really like Uncharted that much. And that leaves me with what are you guys getting for the holidays for Christmas what do you guys generally get? I'm probably not going to be getting anything game related. I'm probably just going for some man stuff like a wallet, some pants. But do you guys generally uh, go heavy with man gaming uh, gifts or something else entirely? Anyways, uh, happy Halloween, and I hope you guys are doing really well. See ya. All right. Thanks for that, Tito. Uh, once again, 
uh, I like when when you know when they do the long ones when they record it and then send it in because it sounds so much like our our voicemail quality is not usually very good. So I like that's that's a nice quality sound nice sounding video. So that's or or voicemail I guess you could say. So once again I like that. So thanks for that Tito. Uh, let's get into the broken controller thing. He uh, snapped it with his bare hands. That's awesome. <laughs> that's impressive, Tito. He's a man amongst boys. Yeah, uh, that's some strong hands you got there. That's awesome. Uh, I also have strong hands, but I don't know that I could snap one of my controllers. I don't think I could. That's that's, that's a nice job. Um, some might say he manhandled it. <laughs> <laughs> some might. Yeah. Uh, he said he softened it up a little bit with the first slam with and the then, first and, blow, and then and then snapped it, which is that's that's great. Have um, we talked about that? Have you guys ever done anything like that? I haven't. No. I, well, yeah, we talked about it last week. Dan yeah, and I. We actually, hit ourselves. We take the same tactic and punch ourselves <laughs> right, right in the right in the meat of the thigh. Yep. Right, right above the kneecap. And immediately regret it. Yep. I've yep. Uh, I've rifled a cell phone against the wall, but that's about it. Okay. I I. The only thing I've ever thrown it was in the during playoff hockey way back in the day. I had a I had taken some Advil or something, uh, and I was watching the Predators game and they gave up an overtime playoff goal and I won the whole bottle of aspirin against the wall and and destroyed every pill in the bottle. I threw a powder. buttermilk biscuit against the wall watching the Bills one day. Uh-huh. I picked it up and ate it. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I tend to just pound myself on the knee and and regret it because my hand yeah. hurts and my knee hurts. Yeah. So I do the like squeeze and bend the controller a little bit. You know that one? I used to do that. that one. I used to do that with the Nintendo controllers back in the day because they they felt like you could actually break them. Uh, I think uh-huh. controllers nowadays are like you know they're pretty strong, uh, but those thin you know the wafer thin Nintendo controllers I used to do that too, like kind of twist it and try and break it i was a i was a uh a puny kid you know growing up so i wasn't gonna break it but some things never change well i, I don't <laughs> know if i i'm not puny now I, i'm weak but i'm not puny <laughs> so yeah uh so yeah that's the controller he played walking dead 400 days um which is is that the most recent episode of Walking Dead? I don't know exactly how it works. I think it's like I, honestly, I don't really know either. I think that's just the separate DLC of. Okay. Uh, yeah. What was there? Five series. episodes in the first season, right? And then this and is then like the afterwards. DLC. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. Corey will get to that eventually, no doubt. Right. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. He said he's he's trying to do like a Paragon playthrough, uh, but some of the choices he's making that he thinks are good. Uh, you know, Telltale Games doesn't also seem to think that's a good good choice, which I I I, I see his point because I did kind of get that. It, maybe not so much in uh, in Mass Effect, which you know he's he's comparing it to, but but a game like Fable, like I, I I would think I was making the good decision, but it's actually the bad decision. So there is a little bit of that disconnect, you know, between the the gamer and the and the developers. Well, I think that's kind of what they were going for too. Is they didn't want there to be a a, a good, good and, a bad. and a bad choice. Yeah. It was kind of like. Even if you think if you make what you you think is the good choice, it's still gonna blow up in your face, and it's what? like, well, somebody's still gonna die, right? You know, kind of thing. It's kind of like the what The Witcher did with their choices, exactly. You like know, the, the gray areas. There's no right and wrong. Yeah, it's just you just make the decision based on the information you have in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and a lot of times, the decision that you think is a good decision, like you said, ends up blowing up in your face later. Sure. Um, so yeah, maybe it's going along those lines a little bit, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, slickdeals.net. I've never been there. 
Um, but an EVGA GTX 780 for what it was a 360 bucks or something like that. That's incredible. He, like he said, it's, that's like a $600 video card. Um, if he does end up getting that deal, um, that's fantastic. You'll not find another deal like that ever again. Um, because that is one of the best cards you can get. That's the one that's right under the Titan. So that's amazing. Uh, he wanted to know our PC builds. Corey, why don't you go ahead with your PC build? Uh, I've got a Intel i7? Yeah. Uh, 3750K. Um, meant for overclocking. I have not overclocked it yet. I haven't really had a need to yet, considering the games I've played. Yeah, there won't uh, be any. Boost up. You won't get any processor bottlenecks for a while. Yeah, I think I'm good there. Uh, AMD 7950 graphics card, 3GB graphics card. Um, still pretty good. Uh, I've, I've ran into, you know, a few graphical glitches here and there, uh, slowdowns, I should say, um, especially with Skyrim playing at the ultra settings with all the mods and everything. I get a little bit of lag in, in frames per second, but, you know, enough to keep it as it is. It's not that big a deal. Um, yeah, the other stuff's kind of boring. I guess RAM's uh, I pretty really, standard, right? Eh, RAM, eight gigabytes, DDR three. Yeah. Um, you have a so- solid state drive, which I'm. I have a solid of. state drive, which I'm really happy I invested in. I-, I removed the password requirement on my desktop, so now if I turn it on, I can literally be playing a game in like twenty seconds. Yeah, that's great. It takes my freaking computer forever to boot up. And actually, I've, I've I read up that uh, that's a lot of computers are bottlenecked right now by by slow hard drive speeds that'll yeah, be that'll be windows 8 is really good with the solid state drives too yeah it's good uh, that'll be an upgrade that i'm marriage. gonna do next year for my computer once once i start building my steam box i'm gonna you know upgrade my my pc simultaneously and kind of kind of take parts from my pc and put them in, in the steam box so and and the solid state drives are getting a lot cheaper when i bought yeah. my mine's only 120 or maybe it's 256 I think it's a 128 gig. Like that's that's my hard drive in my computer, which isn't very much nowadays. Right. Uh, so I kind of have to be careful with with what I what I have installed and what I play and stuff. So when I beat a game, I generally delete it just so I have room. Um, excuse me. Those those drives are getting a lot cheaper now. I think when I got mine, it was like 120 bucks or something like that. But right. I don't know. Considering you can get a terabyte of traditional hard drive space for what 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're dirt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my PC is actually sort of pre-made. Um, I got I bought an Acer Predator PC like almost two years ago now. Um, it's got the quad core i7 processor, eight gigabytes of RAM. Um, I have upgraded it since I when I bought it. It only had the NVIDIA GT five twenty in it which was crap and I knew it was crap, but it, it was bet like at the time it was much better than my laptop, um, video card. So I, you know, I, it was better than my laptop for a little while. Um, I did, I upgraded to uh, simultaneously. I got a new power supply for my computer and a EVGA GTX 650 TI, um, video card, which actually I, I was talking, I think it was during the break. Uh, Kotaku did a list of best graphics cards, you know, best, performance for your dollar and that was one of the nominations was the 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 gtx 650 ti um for performance for your dollar it was only like 160 bucks for the graphics card and i'm still playing like newer games on on high settings so um you know it's not future proof like like a gtx 780 would be but 
Yeah, I ended up uh, – laziness caused me to buy a pre-made computer that I knew I would need to upgrade the video card in, so um, I did. And, and the thing about it is nowadays um, pre-made isn't necessarily more expensive than build your own. No, and it wasn't. And I, I, I made sure – I wanted to get a computer with a good processor. That was my primary thing because that's, that, you know, that's pretty pricey. And if you get a good processor, you're set for years and years. So that was my goal, um, and it was cheap. It was only like 900 bucks. Um, at the time, uh, for great parts, except for the video card, the video card was, was garbage, uh, which I knew, but, but yeah, uh, you're, you're yeah. absolutely right. If you, if you find the right deals, you can find a good, cheap pre-made computer for, for about what you would spend on a, on a already made one or on a, and, on one you build yourself. And from, from what I understand, what it comes down to is like the pre-made ones that are extremely inexpensive. Uh, it comes down to what they do is they bun- they they build a PC basically out of parts that people don't want, but that doesn't mean that they're bad parts. It's just parts that if people are building like modularly building a computer, they wouldn't necessarily want in there for whatever reason. Like right. it's not good at overclocking or something like that. Um, but it's still like spec wise, it's a it's a powerful machine. It's just you know the lesser wanted of those various mod- modular parts. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's that's my understanding anyway. I, I don't really know. When I built mine, I just went to the Reddit uh, subreddit, build a PC. Uh, you kind of let the thread there know what you want, and they help you out. And also, PCPartPicker.com is really good at uh, matching compatible parts. So you know, you can if you're looking for a specific video card, you can start there, and PC Part Picker will tell you what's compatible with everything you choose from there on. So. Yep. That's how I did mine. Yeah, when I uh, when I build my Steam box, I'm actually going to take my, I'm going to get a new video card and power supply for my desktop and put the the GTX 650 Ti in the Steam box along with the power supply. So I'll, you know, I'll, I'll upgrade my computer and then just take those parts and donate them to to the Steam box once I once I get around to doing that. I don't so. know how that works, Dan. Is the Steam box like a separate Steam processing machine. unit? It's gonna be it's all it's gonna be a, like a set top box like a it's gonna be a computer that plugs into the TV, but it's still doing its own processing. Yeah, it's gonna be its Is own. Is that required? I thought it was just streaming the gameplay from your your main. PC. Well, you can install games on it too, or you can stream them. Uh, however, okay. you want to do it. So maybe I'll do the same thing then. Because they 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 assume that there's gonna be a Roku that just streams games from your PC, but you can also install them directly on it. Any any games that are going to be compatible with Linux are going to be compatible with the Steam OS, so you can just install those games on it. And then ones that aren't compatible with Steam OS, you can stream. Gotcha. So, okay. That's how it's going to work. Have you, have you at any point considered getting uh, uh, NVIDIA Shield? I've thought about it, but I don't know that I would have a lot of use for it. Yeah, considering you already have a handheld. Yeah, I have a handheld. I have the Wii U, which also plays games on it. Um Really, once once the Steam Box thing comes out, that'll really solve my main problem with PC gaming, and that's sitting at the computer and playing them. You know, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not gonna say never, but you know, you know how that goes. Okay, so thanks for that, uh, Tito. Move on. Appreciated. As I said, I really like the voicemails too because uh, yeah. I don't have to read anything. <laughs> I had feedback called up. I swear. Uh, this is from Julian in Chicago who says, uh, Hey guys, I tried to get into the live cast, but for whatever reason, just couldn't. Anyways, I just wanted to give you a quick roundtable. 
Uh, do you guys believe games will be around for a long time, or will they uh, be out in the next few generations? Also, do any of you guys plan to see the Ender's Game movie? It's always been a favorite, my favorite book, uh, and I'm set to see it at midnight tomorrow. Uh, finally, I'm not into the NHL, and I have wondered if it's because I'm Hispanic. I uh, don't know any his, hispas that like it. Is that racist? A little later. Uh, let's see. I guess it's not racist if you're picking on yourself. No, not at all. No, that's. I understand. There's and there's there might be like maybe only one or two Hispanic players in the in the NHL. Who are they? Well, I and I don't even know. They have Hispanic sounding names, but I don't know if they're actually Hispanic. Corey, Scott, Corey's Scott, calling something up. I got you, Scott Gomez and Rafael Diaz. Uh, let's start with John Tavares, who's Latin. Oh, is, is he? he really? Apparently, according according to Wiki answers. I don't know about that's, uh, that's interesting. Scott Gomez, who was born in Alaska, has a Mexican father, Colombian mother. Uh-huh. Uh, Rafi Torres was born in Canada, but he's of Peruvian descent. Really? Al Montoya is uh, Cuban descent, and Manny Fernandez, uh, Mexican descent. I remember Manny. Manny Fernandez. was a goalie, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Bill Guerin's mother was from Nicaragua. Okay. So there's a few out there, yeah. you know, if you can latch onto them. Right. Uh, games will they be around for a while, or do you think they're going to die off in the next generation? God, the next I hope few generations. Not. Uh, I yeah, I think maybe games as we know them are probably going to change. Yeah, uh, I think they'll be, and this is going way out. I think they're going to be. I really think they're going to be more like the interactive movie type of things and and get away from the gameplay type of thing. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like I think you're gonna you're gonna plug in. You know you're gonna have your Oculus Rift. You're gonna plug in. And you're gonna like watch and interact a little bit with like a movie. I think that's how they're gonna be, you know, generations down the line. Yeah, more so than anything else. I think it's it's yeah it's it's gonna be all about input. Like I don't think, you know, uh, two generations from now we're gonna be sitting down at our TV and playing Uncharted. Right. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen like that. I think it'll be a certain type of uh, a certain type. A certain way to play video games will emerge, and that will be the predominant way to play them. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what that is. I think you're on the right track, Dan. You know, like an augmented reality, uh, more immersive Oculus Rift um, kind of thing will be will be what we play. And I still go back to Sword Art Online. Like you're going to put this this headset on. You're going to lay in your bed and put this headset on. That's going to transport you, put you to sleep, transport you to another world. And you're going to play in this virtual world without moving a body part. That's going to be dangerous, I think. <laughs> I, think I don't so think I want to do that. As, as it was <laughs> yeah. in Sword Art Online. Right. Um, just throwing that out there. But, I mean, like, I don't – as as a gamer, I don't see how something like that doesn't appeal to people. Yeah. That doesn't know? appeal to me. That sounds like heroin. Well, that's, that's, that's one of the things that uh, Shadowrun Returns touched on and Remember Me touched on. This is that sort of thing, you know, people getting yeah. addicted to that that type and of I, thing. I, I don't see how people wouldn't get addicted to it, you know. Even even strapping on the Oculus Rift and just going into another world, I, I just find that. Well, at least you get a headache from that, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> appeals to me more than the other option. At, at least there's that, you know, you're going to get get a headache it's, from it's, it. It's, yeah, it brings you down to earth just a little bit. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. At least I still feel like a human. Right. Because <laughs> you have a headache. Right. 
Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's some future stuff right there. I I hope they don't change, but I think they probably will, as we know them now. Yeah. Are gonna they're gonna change. So, which is unfortunate because gameplay is a lot of the reason why I play a lot of the games. Yeah, I, I like play. things now. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they never change. I don't mind change, but for something like this that I like, I don't want too I much change. Fear and loathe change. I want addition, not change. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this then, Improvement. Eric. What? Um... I don't know how to phrase it, but what more? What what could immerse you more in a video game that you would readily accept, like smell-o-vision? No, <laughs> I'm fine with what we have now. I just yeah. I, I'm fine with innovation, but I don't want it to mean we lose what we have now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oculus Rift, right? So yeah, what I'm Oculus good with Oculus Rift. Yeah, would you buy into that? That's pro- oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that's probably about about the level of you want them to just take off with the Oculus Rift yeah, and but, not go any deeper than yeah in, along those lines. I'd be yeah, Oculus Rift appeals to me. Yeah. I definitely would want to try that uh-huh. if I had a PC that could run. I would get it for sure. You you probably will at that point. Maybe I don't know. It's, it's still I might a way, need a new it's, car. It's still a ways down the road. Oh yeah, yeah. Car, damn cars. Yeah. Just get a bicycle. Yeah. Just move to a city where you don't need a car. Oh well, I'd like to. Yeah, fucking car. I'm sick of it. I'll trade with you. You can move. You can move down here. I'll move up there and get your car. Nah, if you're <laughs> not gonna be there, it appeals way less. Oh, oh I appreciate that, man. <laughs> oh. Gets you right in the a- feels. Aliens. Um. I uh, also do any of you guys plan to see the Ender's Game movie? It's always been my favorite book. I'm set to see it at midnight tomorrow. I don't know what that is. I will see Ender's Game at some point. I have to read the book first. I'm a little behind on science fiction. I didn't pick up science fiction like books especially until not that long ago. Um I really was more into fantasy reading. Uh but as I get more as I get older I get more and more into sci fi and I'm starting to read a lot of the classic sci fi right now. So I will see it, uh, but I, I have to read the book first. It's an Orson Scott card. Like, I think it was was written in the '80s, Corey. Yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah. Um, it, I, I'm interested to see it because there is a very uh, how should I phrase it? Very specific twist in that book that doesn't lend itself well to cinema. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm interested to see the movie just for that reason, not because the trailers or anything else interest me whatsoever. It's just to see how they handled that, that specific twist. Okay. Sounds good. Damn it, Eric. I'm, I'm. Did I not send you the feedback? I don't think so. Well, well, while you're figuring that out, Dan, yeah, Tito uh, brought up, we, we forgot to touch on a couple bits of his feedback. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, his game of the year consideration. He oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We just okay. Yeah, because my my pen kind of died, so I, I wrote it down, but it was very light. Yeah, game of the years: Tomb Raider and Last of Us are are his his probably picks so far. Uh, Last of Us for me. Right. I really can't see that changing. Yeah. Where are you, Corey? Uh, I I I gotta play. I'm I'm gonna play the Last of Us before the year is out. I don't know how. Uh, I'll figure it out. I'm gonna play it, but. Um, I'm still going back to Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Um, what else did I play recently that I really, really liked? I know there's something. Two things. I'm right now. I'm I'm 
kind of back and forth between Saints Row 4 and Rayman Rayman Origins. Yeah. Or Rayman Legends, rather. Um, I've had a lot of fun with Rayman Legends. Bioshock Infinite's in there. I probably will try and play that before the year's out just to just to get it fresh in my head, you know, because you, really you have the, the fall games are a lot fresher in the head. Uh, but also, I mean, he's not far off with Tomb Raider. I love Tomb Raider. I thought it was a great game. It was very uh, good. And underrated, even though it was very well received. So maybe I'll try and play that one again before the year's out just to get that fresh in my head. But really for me right now, it's it's primarily Saints Row and Rayman Legends, at least yep. at this point. So I'll take your your two picks there too, Dan. Yeah, uh, okay. Rayman and Saints Row 4, definitely. I think the only one that was competition for me for Last of Us would probably be Saints Row 4. Okay. So we're all in agreement that Saints Row 4 at least is among the the – Discussed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, holidays. What? Go ahead, Corey. Nope. Go on. I'm sorry. You, oh yeah. You nailed it. That's yeah. What I was gonna say. Holidays. What's uh? What, what do we do Christmas present wise? I'll go first. I guess I I usually try and ask for things that I won't buy for myself. Um, I asked my wife for a new coffee maker because my coffee maker is really old. Uh, I need a new vegetable peeler. I'll probably ask for that. So, uh, you know, because pretty much anything I want, practical stuff. Yeah, anything I want, I'll probably buy for myself at yeah. some point. Um, I'm also picky about things, so yeah, I usually ask for stuff that I need as opposed to want for Christmas. I'm getting more that way the older I get. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I agreed that we're not gonna do like a regular Christmas this year. We're gonna put money away towards maybe something bigger down that's, the road. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but. I don't know. I'll probably get her something small. I probably won't ask for anything from her. I don't know. Yeah. I used to get video games, like, growing up. That's yeah. what I always got. Yep. Was video games is what I always asked for. It's what I always got. I was kind of spoiled because I was a only child. Um, yeah. But, like, for my birthday and stuff, I get clothes mostly. Yeah. I'll probably get a gift card for work clothes or something for right. my mom. Right. So, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know. That's one thing. I buy, I'll buy myself T-shirts, but I do not buy myself clothes in any way, shape, or form. Oh, I hate buying clothes. Me too. Hate it. I'll wear them till they're just destroyed. I do need work clothes though, like work socks. I can always use because yeah. my big ass feet just like bust the seams in them. Uh-huh. But okay, yeah, what? I'm kind of same with Dan nowadays. Yeah. Practical stuff. Yeah. What about you, Corey? Yeah, I'm right there with you, Dan. I don't. I never ask for something I want. It's always something like. I just could could have and be happy with it. Yeah. Um, because like you said, if it's something I really want, I'll just I'll just get it for myself. Yeah. I don't need to wait for somebody to buy it for me. Nor would I be willing to wait for somebody to buy it for me. Right. Um. So yeah, I always ask for like something a little bit off the wall that would be cool to have, but uh, I'd never get for myself. Like one year, I asked for a tortilla press. Uh-huh. Um. Sometimes it's like books. You know, I, I was just gonna I, say I put I'll put books on my Christmas list too. Yeah, because I uh, oh last last year I put a, a new gaming mouse on my on my list, and that's what Corey got me for Christmas was was my computer mouse. Name. Well, you know, I knew right, right. Uh, well, but that was <laughs> that was something I needed. Like sure. it was a practical thing. I wanted sure. one, but it was also something I needed because my my mouse was was garbage. So I yeah. hate about myself that I can't wait and like I buy whatever I want. I don't like that. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could save more money if I didn't do that. Yeah. It's but just money. I know, but 
All the stuff I'm I want you. is expensive. Yeah. So I don't know as if I would even want anybody to buy it for me anyway because I'd probably feel bad. Right. But I don't know. Well, I mean, I, the way I look at it is that, you know, the, the money I spent on gaming, I mean, what else would I spend it well, on? And that's that's like I was telling you about, we didn't get in an argument, but we got in a discussion about me buying a 3DS and how I don't need it because I have a Vita and all these other things. That's, but, your, that's your escape. That's your that's your alcohol. And, and I told her I don't buy anything else. Yeah. That's all I buy. Yeah. Is video games and video game accessories. Yeah. So I don't know. Word. That's the thing. If I go out like if I go out for a night around here, I'm spending forty, fifty bucks. Right. Um, and what do you get what do you get out of it? Maybe a good maybe maybe a good story. Maybe. You get a headache and maybe some vomit. Yeah. Right. Like I just I just I don't know. Uh if there's a video game that's going to keep me home from spending that money, fantastic. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's the way I, I sort of justify it. And people say, like, gaming's such an expensive hobby, but it's, re- it's really not because it keeps you from doing <laughs> and so much more expensive things. It doesn't have to be. Look at all the, the Steam sales, all the awesome indie games that are out nowadays. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be. Yeah. If you buy everything, like I've that been Terraria, That Terraria 4-pack that we all got five hours out of, I spent $10 on. Oh, my God, and I'd love to get far more hours than that out of it. Exactly. Yeah, and w- one of the things you always do, Corey, I know, is is calculate the amount of hours you spend in a game versus how much you spent on it. Right. Sure. Um, and really the dollar to entertainment value is fantastic for video games. Uh, I bring up Crusader Kings again. You know, I spent 20 bucks on Crusader Kings and put 177 hours into it. I'm not done with it. I could play it now, but I I swore it off for the rest of the year. I might use it, you know, play it for the extra life thing. But um, yeah, that's a that's a great dollar to 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 hour value for entertainment. Corey, are you catching video game flack over there from the old lady? She wants me to turn a light off, but I'm in the middle of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, now I think that's everything from Tito's. Yep. Yeah, like I said, my pen kind of died in the middle of it, and I missed it. It's all fair enough. All right. Uh, on a Twitter feedback, Ryan in Michigan, or Rhino Nevermore 88 says, Discussion point, Star Wars Galaxy-style MMO set in the Elder Scrolls universe, and go. I keep saying that they needed – Star Wars Galaxies was ahead of its time. Yeah. I think if that were to come out now, I think it would be huge. Uh, first of all, the – they got to have more classes in a game. You know, Star Wars Galaxies had 40-some classes in it, and you could mix and match as much as you want as long as you stayed within the skill points. I don't know why they don't do that. Supposedly Ever, Ever, EverQuest Next is supposed to do something like that, um, which I think is brilliant. That way you ha- you have endless amount of customization for your character. Um, That's Guild- another reason I need a new PC is for that. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, Guild Wars 2 was a great game, but there's eight classes, and, like... I don't know. It's it's just not enough not enough choice for me. I li- I like to have choices. I like to, you know, my 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 I had a three si- four simultaneous accounts on Star Wars Galaxies just so I could have different types of characters. <laughs> like I had characters that just made stuff and I was paying them $15 that's, a month for that. That's what I was going to say like eight classes in Guild Wars, they're all combat classes. When yeah. you go back to Star Wars Galaxies, some of them were just like Crafters, you know, D- there dancer was one of the yeah. classes. Wasn't and, like hairstyles? Can you be that? Yeah, uh, graphic. It was something not graphic design, but Im- image design. Oh, That's yeah. what it was. That was one of the classes, and you know, 
that it served a purpose in the universe too. So it wasn't just useless. It wasn't just there to be a dancer, you know, right. that the going to visit a dancer or musician in a cantina healed your combat fatigue. So it served a purpose uh, on top of being, you know, uh, not something that was in any other type of game, you know. Uh, I think that set in the Elder Scrolls universe could work very well because of all the different skills. You know, they could build a lot of different classes around those oh, yeah. different skills. So skill sets. I, I think even uh, – I don't know if they did this in any of the other ones, but I know they at least did it in, like, Morrowind and Skyrim. You picked a class. There was a lot of different classes, and and it had, like, the skills that th- that class would normally have. And there was probably 10 or 12, maybe 15 of those classes. So they could even build more on top of that. I definitely think that would work. Absolutely. I play, I'd play anything in the uh, Elder Scrolls yeah, universe anyway. It's a cool universe. At least try it, you know? Yeah. But I really think they should do Star Wars Galaxies reboot. I really do. Just to answer the question a little bit more, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to think about how that would translate into the Elder Scrolls universe. What do you mean? Wasn't that the question? Yeah. An MMO, uh, Star Wars Galaxies yeah, so type in, yeah. in the Elder Scrolls? Yeah. I think it would work well. I thought Dan answered that. Did I miss it? You, Was I not paying attention? Did you zone out? <laughs> I don't know. Were you playing Terraria? Did you have a stroke? I might, I, I'm pretty sure I have strokes regularly. Did you stroke because... out just now? <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> no, I, I... It's just happened. I Say said... it again. Well, I, I just I just said the, the you know the the amount of classes and and, and stuff like be, because in in Elder Scrolls you know because there's so many skills they could build a lot of classes around those skills you know uh, the the in Morrowind and maybe I think also Oblivion that there was the you know you, you could pick a class you know there was maybe ten or fifteen different classes that had skills underneath them so. You know, you could have overlap with like like you did in, in Star Wars Galaxies with, with the different classes. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, you would have, we'll say, you know, there was a spell sword class, and then a, uh, uh, I don't know, like a swordsman class. Uh, they would both they would have a little overlap. You know, so so you would use your you know your sword skills both on the sword 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 spell um, and, and swordsman. You know. So you would level that up, and it would go up in both those classes, so you could be both those classes at the same time, uh, and then add and drop the the classes as you see fit, you know. Because the mm-hmm. Star Wars Galaxies, like my my char- my main character was a commando, which needed rifles maybe, and then all the hand to hand combat ones. So that was uh, like brawler and god damn it. I don't remember what the advanced class for brawler was, but it, whatever the advanced class was, yeah. And then, and then you know those those starter classes kind of morphed into more advanced classes after right. that. So I, that would work in an Elder Scrolls game, don't you yeah, think? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, any of the combat classes would. I'm just trying to think, like commerce wise, you know, all the <laughs> silly asides. Yeah, no, you, you would have to figure out a way to 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 get those in there. But like the way Star Wars Galaxies did it was just to make everything in the game you have to get it from a player. You know, sure. there was no, there was no loot. You, everything that you bought in the game was made by another player. Uh, yeah, that's how yeah. it was at first. It was different towards the end. And then, you know, for the entertainment quote unquote entertainment classes, just make them serve some sort of function within the world. Like the players need to curing combat fatigue, curing combat fatigue. Exactly. Yeah. It was, ahead like of it. It, it was ahead of its time. It really was. Yep. So and we, we have yet to see, I mean, what, when did that game come out? 2003 or something like that? It's 2002 or 2003, yeah. Yeah. 
we have yet to see anything like it when we were graduating high school dan yeah yeah dang uh, but apparently EverQuest Next is supposed to have some of those elements in it. Apparently it's got a lot of classes in it, which I don't I buy think, it. I, I, I don't either. I don't either. I'm hoping that it does, but I don't, I, you're right. I'm not not, not getting not getting not overly getting, excited. I'm not going to hold my breath. I was excited about the EverQuest Next annou- announcement, but also a little bit underwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like I liked some of the stuff they introduced with the, uh, you know, the landmark, uh, build your own whatever. But other than that, like, I, I don't know. It just it wasn't different enough for me. Yeah, yeah I think I the, the I MMOs a huge are getting deviation tired. from the norm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're getting tired. Yep. Okay. Actually, they've been tired. They've been tired, oh, yeah. absolutely. All right. Uh, Facebook. Tito in LA says this is for Eric's HDMI and Turtle Beach dilemma. You can have different sources for video and audio separately. So, so for example, in settings, you can go to video or display settings, select and set up the HDMI configuration, then go to audio settings and select component cable setup for the Turtle Beach headphones. I have an EarForce DSS 7.1 audio thingamajiggy that uses the optical port set up with my Turtle Beach headphones. So I have audio using optical and video using component and sometimes HDMI. Hmm. <laughs> Makes that's, sense. That's Japanese to me. I'll I'll help you set it up. <laughs> How's that sound? So thanks for that, Tito. Uh, Idaho Jake says, "Hey guys, I didn't play much Skyrim. Uh, I didn't play much Skyrim. Just with with I am or I am level seventy four, and have beat the main quest in the game. And I've also beat Dawnguard and Dragonborn. Oh, nice. Well done. Uh, I played the demo of Lego Marvel Superheroes, and I have to say, I really want this game because it's fun and made me laugh." Laugh out loud, especially when he played the Stop Hitting Yourself game with Abomination. Uh, for Lego, it had great graphics and gameplay. I listened to Game Informer's podcast about the game, uh, and what they said about it sold me even more. I watch a movie on Netflix called VHS 2. It was really good, and I was surprised because the first uh, on that, the first uh, that is Netflix, the first that is on Netflix 2. Or the, I think he's saying the first one is on Netflix too. Okay, that's that's where I was going with that. Uh, well, that's it for me because I really want to hear what Eric has to say about Batman. I trust him more than I do IGN and other crappy gaming sites. Hey, hey thanks. Yeah, I do too. And Eric, Eric did, Eric did a nice job with with uh, the Batman. You, gentlemen. Uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes is a game I'll probably get at some point too. It looks really cool. For, and is that for PS4? I, I th- yeah, I think it's for everything. Okay. Um, the Lego games usually do come out for everything. They're fun. Yeah, they are fun. And it's got a ton of, ca- like, well over 100 characters, That's which is cool. That's when you can play with the wife. Yeah. Yeah, she might be interested in that. Yeah. I would probably get that for the Wii U, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, that seems like more of a Wii U issue. Well, that and I'll, I'll only have one PS4 controller for a while. Oh, yeah. So. Well, Dan, just 60 bucks. Just I get another know. one. I will get another one at some point, but... <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh, for Lego game, it has great graphics and gameplay. Oh, did you see VHS 2, Corey? No. No? Have you heard of it? V- VHS uh, I've and VHS heard of the 2? first VHS. Okay. Uh, it was really good. So that will do it for feedback. So thanks for the feedback, everybody. Yes. Uh, let's get into Roundtable. All right. Let's talk about uh, Do you want to skip hockey this week? We probably yeah. should only because we're yeah. almost at three hours. All right, so let's just we'll... talk P- PlayStation Four stuff. Yeah, yeah. Corey, do you want to start off, or you want me to? Um, I'll quickly start off. I just want to get through this quick. Yeah. Um, there was a video that made the internet rounds with this dude who claimed to have legitimate sources. Uh, basically, 
what's the word, crapping all over the next gen launches of the consoles. Both of uh, them. Both of them, yeah. Both uh, PS4 and Xbox One, essentially saying they aren't ready. Uh, specifically, their online features, their networks are a mess right now, and all sorts of crazy stuff is going on along uh, behind the scenes. Um, Eric, you can. There's a few other things that was part of this video. Um, I don't know if we want to address them one by one or just throw them all out there or what. Well, I know one that has already been disproven was um, it was rumored that PS4 was going to run Call of Duty Ghosts at 1080 and Xbox One was going to run it at 720. He said they're both going to run it at 720 because of the network issues. Um, and I think it was Kotaku, I saw it on today, came out and said that PS4 is definitely running at 1080, 1080 yeah. and Call of Duty will run at 720 on Xbox One. Right. So that one he was definitely wrong about. Um, he said the reason for the network issues is Sony was going to do the same thing that Xbox was with the DRM. Is that? Yeah, digital yeah. rights yeah. management. They were going to do the same thing. It just wasn't as well known because they kept it under wraps after the backlash of Xbox One, which why wouldn't you if that was the case? Um, so, yeah, he's basically saying that neither of the networks are going to be ready um, So because of that reason. And he was making a huge deal about Sony um, potentially doing the same thing that Xbox was going to do but not bring it out in the open as much because of the backlash, and he... Apparently that was a big revelation. I wasn't at all surprised by that. Yeah, there was a, a there's a day one patch for the PS4, right. um, and as part of that patch, in addition to doing other things, it's removing the DRM restrictions that they originally planned on launching with the console, yeah. and the DRM restrictions were akin to Xbox One's original DRM policy, um, according to this this gentleman and his sources mm-hmm. um i i sort of assume that you know all along i just i don't know i just with with ea saying they're doing away with the online pass and and everything that led up to it it just if i don't know if if xbox was going to do it like why wouldn't sony do it if, if they were all going to do it like there's a good reason for it but then sony realized hey we can get one up on xbox if we you know take the other route and and, and go the go the gamer route and why um, wouldn't so they I, do that Right, exactly. I mean, I, I, I buy into that um, totally. The There was a little bit more to that, but I can't remember now. It was, it was I watched it this morning. Um, yeah, so did I. Um, I think that was the, the biggest stuff, though, honestly. That was the gist of it. But I, I do think there will be network issues. Oh, both. for sure. It's, it's silly to not expect that these days. Uh, with everything that launches on has an online launch, there's always problems, and I don't anticipate the Xbox One and PS4 launches being any different from any of those. I think they're going to be rather messy. Yeah. yeah. Um, as long as they can download the patch, I don't care, because I'm not buying it to play online. I, right. That's just not what I do. See, I'm not I am, so I will, I will be pretty annoyed. Right. I, I'm expecting it, so I can't be too annoyed, but yeah, uh, that'll suck for a while until they get that ironed out. Yeah. Especially I, with the games I'm getting. I guess I'm I'm not expecting bad for the online. Uh, and we talked about this a little when when, when we first came down here. Um, but, like, at least there shouldn't be any, any problems with the online. Because I was telling Eric, like, they know exactly how many systems are going to be available for consumers on launch day and how many are probably going to be activated. You know, they should know how many, how, how much 
like server capacity they're going to need at the beginning, you know, like well, that, yeah, they, they should have it ironed out at that point. But. Yeah, but the problem with that is what what they do, and this is what always happens with MMORPG launches, is they they try, they sit there and they try and determine what is the least number of of systems and and I don't know what the the network phrase is um, that we can support and and pay for because they don't want to. They don't want to over anticipate the load, right? Um, because that gets very expensive for them. So they try and figure out like the, the perfect number, and of course, every time it's more than they expect. And they they instead of over uh, compensating, you know, they go they shoot under and 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 add servers and stuff that they need as it happens, yeah. just because that's a less expensive way to deal with the issue. Um, but you know, without without fail. They're, they're always underestimating and there's always issues um so i i don't i really don't anticipate it being any different in a perfect world dan i'm with you they they should just they know approximately how many are going to be out there how many people are going to have one day one they should just automatically shoot for that number but they're not gonna well not only that but it's it's also nothing new especially you know xbox should not have any issues with their online they just shouldn't yeah. because xbox live this is the third generation of xbox live so they really should not have an issue. Um, PlayStation, you gotta they're, wonder they're what's as... going on though um, with Xbox. I, it's just a little strange to me that with the new reviews coming out for like Assassin's Creed Four and Battlefield, yeah. a lot of what I was reading was that these people were getting copies of PS4 to play, but Xbox isn't sending out any copies to play on Xbox One. Uh, um, which why? Yeah, like, why exactly? I mean. Are, is that it just not ready? I, that was another part. A lot of, uh, according to the source, a lot of um, developers were were complaining about how glitchy the the systems were. Yeah, they're just they're just not ready to go to market. But yeah. you know, full head of steam. Oh, speaking of that, the uh, Watchdogs and Drive Club were pushed, according to this guy again, and and his sources were pushed um, because of network issues on the PS4. And when Ubisoft said, you know, we want you to have the best experience possible with Watch Dogs, it was because of these network issues. Um, this game that was really touting its online without the features that were were should have been available at launch but won't be, you know, Watch Dogs will not be the game that Ubisoft wanted it to be. And same with Drive Club, uh, a game that is heavily reliant on online features and connecting with your friends and stuff. Huh. That's another reason that game was pushed. Yeah, that's, that, that is the other thing that he said. Um, I, I, again, like who knows for sure, I guess we'll find out, but I, I, I buy it to a certain extent anyway. I, do, I, mean, I buy that one. Yeah. If these games are as online reliant as they seem to be, and you know, we're anticipating these, these problems at launch, I could totally understand that. Yeah. It makes, it makes sense. If I'm Ubisoft, it's like, you know, we've got Assassin's Creed. We've talked about this, like the financials of it all. Yeah, they could have put both games out at the same time, but if they're anticipating all these problems with the the networks at, at launch, why bother with Watch Dogs? Why not wait till everything's settled down and people can have a favorable experience with it? Yeah, because yeah. that really was more uh, important to the single player was the online stuff than with Assassin's Creed. You know, yeah, Assassin's right. Creed kind of has its own multiplayer thing, and then but the 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 multiplayer in Watch Dogs was supposed to kind of tie into the single player story so that doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll buy that. I think essentially that was the biggest the biggest gist of the whole thing was that uh 
these things are going to be a mess at launch for yeah. for their online network services. Huh. Um, I don't we'll think, see. I don't think the Wii U had any issues, did it? Other than having a giant patch when you first got it, right? Like, and also, nobody a... bought it. So, well, there's that. <laughs> but and I don't, you know, I don't think the online is as important for them, right? You know, as we talked about earlier. Yeah, you can't even get a friend on there. It's hard. But um, I did want to touch on a couple things from the PS4 FAQ that they released today. Um, a couple of the biggest complaints, I guess, and surprises that, that came out of it were the hard drive situation. Yeah. Um, when you look at Killzone as a 45 gig install on your hard drive to play, uh, the system comes with a 500 gigabyte and you're not going to be able to use any external hard drives. Um, you will be able to buy a Sony branded hard drive to swap in and out, mm-hmm. um, for probably quite a bit. Which sucks. Yeah, that's Sony's. I mean, you're talking 50 gigs for one game. Now, do you have to install it onto the hard drive to play it, or can you Uh, play it from the disc? I think you have to. I'm not positive. Why would they put that on there if you didn't have to? I don't know. Maybe, like maybe that to. maybe that's if you want to, yeah. because like with Xbox, you could install games on it and it would load a little bit faster. But you could also just play from the disc. Yeah, I don't know. People are making it seem like you have to at very least. So people are not happy about that. Another thing they're not happy about is the PS4 won't be able to play CDs and has no MP3 support. That doesn't bother. It me. doesn't bother me either. I don't care about that. But a lot of people use their systems for for things like that yeah um sony is clearly trying to push their music unlimited um subscription i don't know i i I don't personally have an opinion on that because i never used it so i don't really care i could see why you would um i don't know i'm also a little bit concerned because sony is trying to push their music and movie services I don't want that to affect possibly Netflix yeah. at some point going off of there. Netflix and uh, Amazon Instant Video. Yeah, I read something about Amazon. I, I should probably clear up on this for next week, but that was just a couple of the things that came out of it. But the FAQ is, is well put together. You should yeah. definitely check it out if you're getting one. Oh, we should, we should talk about the YouTube thing, too. Oh, yes. Um you want to get into that? I yeah. don't really know a lot about it. Yeah, well, they said that you will not, at least initially, like they made it seem like you could, you'll be able to later, but you can't uh, upload the videos directly from your PlayStation to YouTube. They said you can put it on Facebook, you can put it on Twitch, but not to YouTube. But the, the way they made it seem is like it's just not right, not not yet. But uh, you can upload videos from Twitch to YouTube. So they think the workaround is going to be once you get your video on Twitch and once you make a uh, a highlight, you know, quote unquote, then that then you'll be able to put that on YouTube. Hmm. But obviously, no one's for sure until the system actually comes out if you can do that. But that's what people made it seem like you you'd be able to do. Yeah, it just says here uh, another odd restriction is that you won't be able to upload your saved videos to YouTube. That's for yeah. Twitch only. Yeah. So. But like I said, that's, once you, that's once, weird. It is, but once There's you got to be something to that. They they say they think I seem to see like copyright. That's what people seem to think. But obviously, it's just speculation at this point. Like I said, you can upload videos from Twitch to YouTube, so you, you, there's probably going to be a workaround for that. Uh, they also said that game capture software would, would or game capture hardware would all 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 work. So you know, there's that. So, oh, uh, one more thing. 
we should mention uh, from that rumor video is that apparently for the upgrade system where you buy a current gen game and upgrade it to a next gen game, mm-hmm. you actually need to hold on to the disc yeah. from the old gen. That's only PS4, though. I, I don't think that's an Xbox One thing. Oh, that's only PS4? I think so. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think for the X-Bone, you get a code that you can... That you Which get. is what, what I assumed it would be for both. Right. It is, but, but I think not. it is for the for the PS4. It is a code, but you have to have the disc, the, disc. For the PS3 disc, in your PS4 to uh, play it. That's what it was. So you can't trade it in. Right. You can't trade it in. Shitty. Shitty, but uh, hey. Is what it is, I guess. I'm just they waiting. Had the, yeah. <laughs> they had the better marketing campaign. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, waiting two weeks is not a big deal. Yeah, I'm not. I'm fine with it. Um, I read some stuff about whether you should wait, and Assassin's Creed 4 was a yes. Um, I like I, that. I can't remember. Well, I think it might probably Kotaku. It was either Kotaku or Polygon, probably. That's what I, mostly I read nowadays. But yeah. uh, he said that the, the graphical capabilities were enough that you should wait wait it out. Yeah. Especially because you'd have to restart. Right. And then a game like that, it's a long game. Right. You don't want to have to restart everything, but... Uh, I'm a little nervous about what's going on with stuff. I don't want it to be too too sketchy at the beginning, especially with the games I'm buying. I want to play Battlefield 4 online badly. Yeah. And Killzone. You know, Call of Duty, not so much, but I have to. Right. <laughs> You're required to. Yeah, so. Okay. I, it's it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, you don't want to regret your new purchase. You I know? don't think I'll regret it because I know they'll iron it out at some point, but right. I... You know, you get the excitement built up, and you spent a lot of money, a lot of time and energy put put into it. And yeah, I think for like, for someone like me, that if it, if it's not quite right at the beginning, it'll be frustrating for me because I was you know thinking about waiting, you know, yeah. waiting three months. Right. Um. So yeah, I think if it doesn't, I think you should prepare yourself for that. I'll sell it on eBay. Right. No, I won't do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. But, yeah, is that everything? Any other thoughts? That's it. I'll look more into the FAQ this week. and Oh, I won't be here next week. Yeah. Never mind. Well, we'll see if there's anything of interest in there. I did tweet the whole thing, though. I don't okay. know if I said that. It's on our Twitter, so you check it out. Okay. Sounds good. Any other thoughts, Corey? No, that's it. I'll see you guys tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be I'll be watching some of your stream. Uh, next week's episode is going to be on Path of Exile. We're looking at recording on Thursday. Uh, that's uh, that's per- that's definite at this point. I think Thursday Thursday will be on Path of Exile. So that'll do it for episode one nineteen of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.